Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. Michael Strange, and this is the show where we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what they are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. This show is live. We are streaming live on Facebook, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM for a special Saturday edition of Troubled Minds. Why Saturday, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. 
This is the waning hours of a 24-hour live marathon on Fringe FM for uh, a fundraiser to keep Fringe on the air. And the good news is, well, the goal was hit around noon or somewhere thereabouts. I woke up and uh, was like, whoa, really? That was fast and amazing. So that's the good news. The fundraiser has been completed. However, as usual, what we're going to do, if we have time for doing this and uh, we're still talking about these things, let's just keep pushing this. If you want to, again, like I know that uh, people listen to radio shows at different times of the day and people have been checking in and out of the Fringe FM uh, Discord. I've been kind of watching things and listening on and off all day long. Lots of exciting things happening, lots of energy, lots of good stuff. And uh, if if if, if today listening to the fringe doesn't make you feel the love about the conversations that we have on on this uh, station uh i'm not sure what will uh there's a there's a whole lot here that that happened that uh really kind of changes the paradigm of a lot of things right uh clearly uh the the engaged audience clearly uh the generosity of you folks out there that have uh ponied up some money to get uh, fringe back to arkansas and uh, uh no uh, as little downtime as possible and all the rest of that uh that's what it's all about right um it shows that uh we're appreciated it shows that we're loved and uh i'm sure it it, it goes back probably tenfold because uh like i said like i always say there's, there's no troubled minds here. There's no fringe. There's no any of this without all of you guys out there. And so that's why we do this. That's why we talk about these things because, well, uh, you can't really go up to the water cooler and be like, oh, by the way, uh, I had a lucid dream last night. And well, yeah. So <laughs> that's where that's where we come in. The conversations are odd. Okay. And that's good because it makes us think. It makes us consider our place in the universe and that's what we do that's really what this is all about it's us getting together and uh and trying to become uh better 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 people personally better people together and uh that's what we do and that's what this is all about so thank you again to everybody for your generosity today and please uh it's still going so if you guys uh, got a got a, a few bucks to kick in uh, like i said you know if you've got years of uh, uh, entertainment and years of uh, amazing things from the fringe, right? The, the cost of a cup of coffee is absolutely nothing. And uh, we would still appreciate that a lot. So where the goal has been hit, let's uh, let's kick some more into the coffers and make sure that uh, uh, the fringe is going to be rolling for quite some time here. So uh, if you want to do that, just go to fringe.fm slash donations, donations, and that will uh, give you a direct link. There's PayPal there. There's a cash app. There's Venmo. There's all the things you would expect. Uh, and there's a, um, of course, uh, GoFundMe uh, right up there on the page fringe.fm slash donations so uh, get in there again like if uh, you ever felt generous and felt amazing about uh, the things you hear on the, this radio station uh, now's the time uh, show us a little bit with uh, just, a, just a few bucks like I said it doesn't have to be something amazing uh, but a, a cup of coffee surely is worth all, all of the hard work that gets put in and all of the amazing things that you guys get to hear on a nightly basis so we would appreciate that quite a lot thank you so much and uh, let's go so tonight <laughs> clearly, uh, tonight's a little bit of a different show, right? Because f- clearly for that, that reason, number one, we're, we're doing a Saturday show. What is a special part of a 24-hour marathon? Joe Roop has been at it for uh, since last night, about 1 a.m., and uh, lots, of, lots of funny stuff kind of came out of that conversation and all through the day. Uh, so I considered, I was thinking about what to do today. As usual, right, I'm, I'm sort of a procrastinator in that, uh, only because I can't make up my mind. Sometimes there's too many good ideas, but it seems... Probably, well, I'm going to just roll with it and say it seems that we should be talking about 
dream states tonight and dreams because well of course sweet dreams to joe roop and as we continue uh maybe burning down these uh, final hours of the 24 hours here that uh maybe maybe we could uh lull a joe roop to sleep with some talk of dream states and uh the rest of this stuff so that's what we're going to do tonight and uh that's what we're thinking about and uh, again like i said thank you so much for all the generosity and all the love today it's been uh, it's been pouring out like crazy from all people all over the world it's uh it's been pretty pretty nuts so so thank you again for uh, hanging out and uh, and doing our thing. And uh, what we're going to do is we're, we're going to do like we usually do. We're going to talk about dream states tonight. And I got this really funny internet uh, web page. I'll share it with you guys. It's, it's actually down in the YouTube links right now. And uh, there's, there's, you know how they, they do these dream interpretations, right? Where they're like, well, if you have a, a beetle in your dreams, right? This is what it means. You know what I'm saying? There's like this entire like uh, lexicon of this dictionary of, of, of what all of this dream stuff means. And I was kind of just flipping through it because it's so many terms. It's thousands of terms. And I, I just had to chuckle. I just had to laugh <laughs> because some of that stuff is, uh, is pretty funny and uh, amazing. And I think it would make for a great conversation tonight. So we're going to do some of that. But of course, as you know, this show is nothing without you, like I've always said. And so we're taking your phone calls tonight. As part of this conversation, uh, dreams always seems to be one of our more popular shows because everybody has experience experience with that, right? Even if your experience is minimal, everybody out there has experience in dream states, lucid dreaming, what you think they mean. Is it simply like an REM, a dream state reset of the brain, or is it us dipping off into another dimension, if just but for a little while. And uh, that's that's what's on deck tonight. That's what we're talking about. And uh, just having a good time, just doing our thing and uh, talking weird stuff and uh, getting together. So if you want to be part of the show tonight, as always, we have an open phone line for you. Dial the number. Uh, we're changing numbers up now because, well, the Joe's off for a second. We're going to use this phone number. Joe, if any point you want me to kick back over the other phone number, just let me know. We'll switch over to that. But if you want to be on the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And you can go join the Discord at troubledminds.org. That's the official website of this show. And there's a Discord link right on top of the page, so you can't miss it. Join the Discord. It's a free chat and voice client, and that's what's going on on. Uh, also, please, uh, if you want to see all the madness that's been happening today in the Fringe chat as well, go to go to the Fringe Discord. Fringe.fm slash chat will give you a direct invite straight to the Fringe uh, Discord, and you'll see all the craziness that's been going on in there today. Lots of love, lots of um, lots of people getting together and having a good time. And in, in the end, isn't that what this is all about, right? All right, so uh, let's uh, let's begin, shall we? We're, uh, we're going to do our thing. We're going to stay on schedule here, and because uh, we got people coming up after us, and uh, we're going we're gonna to talk dreams so uh, as we continue or uh, let's let's start it this way let's uh, let's begin uh, with some uh, with some sweet dreams for Joe Roop uh, what kind of dreams do you think uh, uh, so considering this uh, imagine right like in your normal uh, your normal routine let's say you get I don't know let's say six to eight hours of sleep per night right that's probably somewhere in the average but let's say in a no, in a normal part of your routine how often do you dream all right. So just kind of uh, considering what's happening with uh, Joe a little bit tonight. Like I said, he's been he's literally been um, he's literally been awake all night and kind of kind of doing some some crazy radio stuff. And uh, he's, he keeps making fun of himself, saying he's mumbling and whatnot. But I'm not so sure. I think he's got a little more stamina than he lets on. But so the point is this. If you were in a regular pattern, right, R- regular routine and you go to sleep, is it normal 
for you to have just a standard dream or not dream at all. And so the reason I'm asking that about a normal routine and the normal patterns that you guys may do or not do, uh, I'm kind of looking at uh, what if it gets thrown off? What if, uh, like, for instance, Joe stayed up tons of hours here. We're going to be 24 hours going, and he was, he was probably up before that. So let's say 30 hours, 36 hours. I don't even know. What kind of dreams do you think Joe Roop is going to have tonight? I'm going to hope sweet dreams. But uh, what I'm, so what I'm really asking is uh, not, not really to get into Joe's head here. Uh, what, I'm, what I am asking, though, is do you think that if you have a, something that throws off your sleep schedule or your pattern, your regular pattern, do you think it affects your dreams and how that works? That's really the question tonight, what's on my mind. And uh, as I said, we'll get into some other interesting, weird stuff as we go. So we're taking your phone calls, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Let's go to James. We got a phone call already. Let's go to James. Uh, What's up, James? Paranormal, uh, Salcedo Paranormal. How you doing, my friend? What's on your mind tonight? I'm okay. I'm um, glad to be here and uh, it's good to talk to you again. You as well. It was uh, fun talking this morning. <laughs> uh, late at yeah. night, early this morning. Yes. Yes, you as well. Uh, welcome back. Yeah. Um, so so uh, clearly you got a little bit of sleep, but uh, what do you think about this dream state stuff? Do you think that uh, Joe may have a hard time dreaming tonight, or do you think that he's going to have the craziest dreams of his entire life? How do you think this is going to go? Um, I See, I have no idea. I, I, um, I, I don't really have like a regular sleep schedule myself, so I can't say that how that that affects dreams one way or the other. But um, I I do know I've I've had a couple of days myself on and off where I didn't get sleep for for twenty four hours or so, and um, I do think that can depending on the person, I think that can lead to some um, some more I don't know vivid or interesting dreams sometimes but i think just like in the paranormal dreams there's no way to say anything for sure so it's hard to say gotcha gotcha all right uh so so uh i can't remember i know we did a a show a while back kind of about uh, lucid dreaming uh were you one of the folks who called and said you actually can lucid dream well um i think i'm I'm not sure if it's lucid, lucid dreaming as much as it has been um, possibly out-of-body experiences, which I think are um, connected to dreams, or at least to the sleep, the altered states of being asleep and and maybe dreaming and all that. Um, so I think there's a whole, um, at least as far as most people are concerned, there's a whole realm of possibilities of what can happen in, in and when you start to dream, that are are could be more than just regular dreams too. Um, not sure you want to go that way with it, but that's just one thing I've I've noticed over no, the years. No, that's so, that's the beauty of the show. Beauty of the show is it's open ended, and you can kind of take it where you want to take it, as long as we don't go too far off the rails. But uh, you're talking about dreams, so all of that fits into this conversation tonight. Um, uh, so, so, and some people have said, kind of like I discussed as we began here, that dreaming is just kind of like a, a reboot of the brain, right? Scientifically, they're like, well, nothing really happens, all right? But uh, So are you more of the mind that that's possible, or do you think it is maybe a step into another realm of sorts? I think, um, I think it's, it's possible that that 
that could happen where I think there are just some dreams that are just dreams that are just the brain doing what it needs to do. Um, I would never say that that doesn't happen at all because I'm sure it does. I, I mean, I, I, I can definitely feel the difference between, let's say, a regular dream where that may be happening and um, one of my other experiences, whether it be um, visitations from loved ones that have passed on or out-of-body experiences or there's a, there's a um, uh, feeling that that what's going on is, is actually more real um, in these cases than there are in some of the other dreams where I think it's just like you, you said, the brain is doing a, what it needs to do to process everything. So, yeah, I think, um, I think all things are possible as always. I don't think there's ever one answer. I love the way you think. I love the way you think for sure. Cause I, it, it is, um, when you, when you open up uh, your mind to all the possibilities, uh, you, you certainly don't leave anything, anything, uh, not turned over. Right. That's the, that's the best way to go in my opinion. Uh, so have you ever had a, an interesting experience where you had uh, maybe a lucid dream or a, uh, like maybe maybe you felt like you did maybe pass into another realm uh, to to explore maybe the ether or the astral plane or whatever it might be. Um, you know, I I had one dream one time. And this is kind of I'm not sure what this qualifies as. Um, where it was nighttime and I was in my apartment where I was at um, sleeping at, but I was standing up and. Um, I was walking towards my front door um, because I heard someone on the other side of my front door and um, moving around, and I wanted to go see who it was. And um, I remember in the dream opening up the door a little bit and then something basically pushing on the door as if it was trying to get in. And I had to push back and close the door. And... um, and then keep it closed, and that's where I woke up from this this experience. And I, I don't know what that was. Um, it felt like more than just a regular dream. Um, I do think that then in some cases you can possibly make contact with um, either other beings or um, even just other parts of your your own self. I don't know, but that 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 dream it definitely felt like there was something else there, and. Um, trying to get in, in to my apartment in the dream, which who knows if that was symbolism for trying to get to me for some reason. But um, I, uh, that was a strange one just because it felt, felt so real. And, and um, it was so, it was so scary at the time, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I had some, some odd dreams last night too, but I'm not going to bore you guys with those, <laughs> but, but I, I, so the reason I'm, I'm considering all this as well is if you're off your sleeping pattern, I think it may affect you. Um, I think it may affect, uh, the way your brain is processing those things and maybe, maybe you're more, more or less apt to dream, I guess, depending on the individual. So that's kind of what's on my mind tonight. Uh, uh, James, as usual, uh, I appreciate the phone call. We do have to go. We got a break coming up here. Bottom of the hour. We're going to try and stay on schedule. Cause we got Gigi coming right behind us. It's trying to be timely for everybody else. But uh, a final thought while we got you on the phone tonight, my oh, friend? Yeah. Um, just, um, just uh, always keep, uh, keep, keep your, you know, I'm just, I'm losing words here. Just um, don't dismiss what happens in your dreams. You never know what it could mean. I love it. 
I love it. Don't dismiss what happens in your dreams. You never know what they could mean. Thank you, James. I appreciate that. Uh, everybody follow Salcedo Paranormal, a podcast by James here. Thanks, James. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night, man. You too. Thank you. Thanks Bye. a lot. Thanks a lot. There you go. You guys want to be part of the show? Simple as that. Give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we're talking dream states. We're talking lucid dreaming. We're talking about all the things we love to consider. Don't go anywhere. More troubled minds and dreams and you after the break. We'll be right back. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. All right, good evening and welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and tonight we're talking about dream states. Lucid dreaming, does your regular sleeping pattern have anything to do with how you dream every night? And more, basically. As you know, this show's about you, and we can take this dream stuff any direction you want to go. We're taking your phone calls because we're streaming on Facebook, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. And of course, for this special Saturday show... And like always, we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. If you guys want to be part of the conversation tonight, give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Phone number is up on the stream. You can go to troubledminds.org and find the official uh, the official website, troubledminds.org, and the phone number and the Discord link right there. So let's go. I got I got stuff to say, as always, but, uh, well, I always do. So that's uh, nobody is worried about that. Don't worry about that little guy. But let's go to, it looks like this is Derek in Massachusetts. Welcome to the show. My friend, how are you tonight? What's going on, Mike? Your show. Thank you, thank you. Um, I got a couple quick thoughts about the uh, sleeping pattern aspect of it. Sure. Speaking as a uh, night stalker and night worker, you know. Nice. Okay. Um, an expert. I I choose to believe. Like I have no way to prove it. Obviously, this is, I'm just we're just theorizing. But I like the idea that it's it's actually a realm. Like we're going to a dream realm. Like I think dreams are are multifaceted. Like there's an aspect of processing your unconscious like data that you absorb throughout the course of the day but i think we're actually like going somewhere so i feel like i've noticed that the dream realm is like more populated at night than it is during the day like when i have a night off and i'm sleeping at night i have more dreams like of other people especially like 
at night and during the day I have, I have less dreams. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, interesting. So, so it's a, uh, let's say the, the dream realm is less populated per capita during the daytime. <laughs> so you have, you have more, more, uh, more leash to kind of get around and see the dream world without uh, all the tourists, as it were. I like that, man. I like the thought. Yeah. Uh, I mean, or, or, it's more, or it's more boring, too. Like, I think like, we have a collective consciousness, um, obviously, and I, like the morphic field and all that kind of stuff. And I think the same applies um, during the during the day, like in our dream state too. I think we have a collective unconscious. Um, so, I think there's a chance that the people we see in our dreams, we might actually be interacting them with with them in reality sometimes. Like I think because as a culture, we're not talking about our dreams like at breakfast every morning, or like it's not a huge part of like our conversation. A lot of people who aren't into the fringe stuff hate listening to dream stories. Um, they don't like it. It's like one of the most boring things to them. So because of that, we have no idea whether or not we're popping into each other's dreams every single night, you know? And then people might find that if they're sleeping at a different time than everyone around them, like, let's say you have like a, you have like a crush at like the other side of the country or something, or in like, in the, like the other side of town or whatever. And you might be having some crazy dream action with each other and really popping into each other's dreams all the time. But then if your sleep cycles become different, I think there's a chance that, uh, that might be harder to do or change completely. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, that makes sense. So if we, if we are dipping our toes into another realm, then uh, uh, we're we're kind of a, there is a dream population of sorts. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. Um, and so 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 you uh, clearly before you were the night stalker, uh, at some point you did sleep during the daytime. Did you notice a difference? Or I'm sorry, uh, you did sleep during the night. So do, have you noticed yeah. a, an actual physical difference in your dreams uh, as as uh, as your sleep schedule had to change? Um. It's, I'm dreaming way less than, uh, than I was before. Like when I was in college was the peak of my dreaming. I was, uh, like really getting into lucid dreaming heavily. And then as soon as college was over, basically I, I hopped right into the supermarket game like, immediately. Um, it was during the day I was the day stalker at that point. But, uh, that's kind of when I noticed a big gap. Like when I have a big, uh, when I have stress, when I, when I'm worrying about when I'm waking up, then, uh, my dreams are less. And when I have like, if I have any days off in a row, then I'm dreaming like crazy. Um, so I'm not sure. I think a lot of it's stress based uh, that we're not we're not remembering the dreams the way we would want to um, because there's a lot of other like stresses that are using facilities that your brain could otherwise use on dreams. You know, or dream recollection. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, and I, I think too. I, I think again, as as I said before, with these dream shows, I think it's fast, more fascinating uh, because to me, because I I don't dream so much, and so I don't. Maybe I do, yeah. but I don't remember them. So it, it's it's unbelievably uh, surreal hearing what you guys actually uh, do dream about, right? Like some people can literally control the dreams and things like this. I'm just like, wow, what? Like, uh, yeah. like mine are usually terrifying. Like if I remember a man, they are not good. <laughs> they are not good. <laughs> yeah, those are the ones that stick with you. I mean, I, I believe that we dream every night. It's just uh, whether or not we, we, we remember them is the question. So there's all kinds of, like, lucid dream tactics. People have heard this a million times, but, like, the process of training your brain to remember your dreams, um, just like repeating to yourself before you fall asleep, I will remember my dreams, I will remember my dreams, I will remember my dreams, makes your brain realize um, that's in, that it's information you want. Like, your brain is filtering out 95% of the information that you get all day. Like... I've used this analogy before, but if you're like on a bus and you're talking to somebody in like a one-on-one conversation in a crowded bus, and it's like, it's just a, it's just a sea of it's a cacophony of noise behind you. And then you hear 
Derek went in the background and I'll turn and somebody like just said, my, not even talking to me, just the word Derek on the other side of the bus. And I heard it and I turned my head over because your brain is, or your ears or whatever you're taking in all the information that you can physically hear, but you're only like consciously registering the information that's important to you, like the conversation you're having one-on-one, but all the other noises are going straight into your subconscious, your, your unconscious or whatever. And that's a lot of the information that's being filtered and processed uh, during your sleep state or whatever. Um, but it's, I forget where I was going with that. But um, what did you say right before I started that tangent? Sorry. Uh, I have a goldfish memory as well, so I'm with you. We can we can yeah, no, have, okay. um, have a collective unconscious loss here. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember. I was reading the chat too, so yeah, too okay. many too many Whatever. things. Whatever. Whatever. All right. Sorry, so sorry, sorry. it's cool. So you do. So you do think that maybe the different, uh, different the, the way you sleep, or how about like a, in Joe's case tonight? Like I said, we're not trying to get into Joe's head, but like a, in in uh, in a particular instance, if you stay up for twenty four hours, do you think it will change your dream state at all? Do you think it, like more or less dreams in that case? Um, more. I guess it depends. Like if you if if. If it's like an all-nighter like type celebration, then like, yeah, it's, it's it'll be kind of a weight lifted up off your shoulders type of deal, and you don't have the stressor of having to do it again tomorrow or whatever. But for me, I'm doing this. I'm, I sleep two hours, two hours a day if I'm not if I don't have the day off or the night off. Like so, in that scenario, no, like it's not. You're almost like you're just blinking out, and you're closing your eyes, and you're opening them again, and you're it's it's time for you to get up again. Um, so I think like for me, I remember my dreams the most when I can fall back to sleep. If I can wake up and then go back to sleep, that's when I have the most most impact over my dreams and the most, like, recollection of them. Um, and if you're, like, just dead tired, then there's a chance of uh, you just skipping that. But if you're dead tired and you get to sleep for, say, 12 hours and you have no responsibility the next day, so you can kind of lounge around and be in that kind of groggy state for a while, I think that there's a strong chance you'll have some, some wild dreams, you know? Gotcha. Especially with all the emotions in the air and stuff, you know? And yeah. I think if, if people are thinking about you, like, you're it's, it's different. I think like, um, the thoughts, if you're thinking, I don't know, I think thoughts have real power. And I think, uh, a, a, a major reason why celebrities kind of go crazy is because like there's actual energy to having people think about you all the time. Um, so today we had a day devoted to the fringe and the Joe's and Joe. So he might have really happy, positive dreams about family and about like, I mean, all the love we shared together with everybody. Like, yeah, I think that's, I think that's definitely possible, you know? The, the as as he says at the end, sweet dreams. Sweet dreams are definitely possible. Eh? <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I definitely like it. Um, uh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. But uh, like, my breaks are uh, ending. But uh, before I go back, I'm touching on like the last uh, on James's call um, with like the differences between like astral travel and, and, and dreaming and that kind of stuff. Um, it's, it's my opinion that they're all separate realms, uh, at least in like like. Terrence McKenna talks about the idea that like even certain drugs have different seem to be had different realms that like drugs that are more popular have a more populated, like, like, like the, the LSD realm is more populated than like the ketamine realm. He, he gives the example of, and it's like the ketamine realm is not as many people doing it. So it's more of like an open, open world. Um, and I think that's just one example, like within the, the, the psychedelic realms. But I think the astral plane, the dream realm, the, the, the spectral realm, they're all kind of, they're all different and they, they rub against each other. Um, and you can access one through the other and they might look similar in comparison to what we are in waking state. But I, I think they're all separate things. And, um, just, if you want, uh, 
I can read real quick, just like the quick Marvel, how Marvel differentiates uh, differentiates between the astral plane and Dreamtime, if you want. Yeah, sure. Let's hear it. Um, in Marvel, the Dreamtime and like their their cosmology in Marvel, like sometimes I just like Wikipedia different things, and I'll go in this deep dive without even reading the comics. Just go down in the cosmology because it's absolutely ridiculous, and it's all based on actual mythology. Um, so for Marvel, the dream time is the collective of, of unconscious of all sentient beings in the universe. In the dream time, it's possible to access anywhere gods live um, by the fringe of a species collective unconscious through the heart of dream time. Um, it, it borders the Alcara, the home of the Aboriginal gods. It borders the dream. Uh, it borders the astral plane. The dream dimension uh, is the home of Nightmare, who like is being introduced in Doctor Strange two coming up most likely, who like controls the dream realm. And he he feeds on on the energy that like a Freddy Krueger style when people are dreaming. So he needs, if nobody is dreaming, say like at all, if, if somehow Dr. Strange can convince the entire world to stay awake for like five minutes all at the same time and nobody's dreaming, then like he loses all his power and like is defeated in the dream, the dream t- t- like realm ceases to exist, you know? Like, uh, yeah, I gotcha. Um, Interesting. Just, so, so it needs, you know? it, it needs and us like, to yeah, prop yeah. it up. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. They, 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 the fact that like, half the planet is sleeping at all, at all times is, is interesting. And like the fact that we really, we have to sleep. Um, if we don't, we die. It's interesting. It's like part of the, it's part of the matrix, you know, it's part of the construct that we're living in. Um, and yeah, so borders, the astral plane, they're, they're all different things. Uh, so the, and the astral, the astral plane is, um, an alternate dimension and equivalent space to our own where all matter is composed of, composed of exoplasm. Um, on the astral plane, the life energies and consciousnesses of other beings can uh, be discernible to adepts. Adepts can reach the astral plane um, through magical means or psionics. Um, they have an astral body, um, all kinds of Lovecraft stuff. Essentially, like the, they believe in the in Marvel, Marvel Universe, the astral plane is a facsimile version of um, our 3D plane. And the Dreamtime realm is like a, it's a separate room with all the mishmash it's like the imagination realm in south park where just all the ideas and the separate thoughts of like of of humanity you know and they bleed together you can access one through the other and i think that's true i think you can actually project from inside the dream realm and uh maybe vice versa fall asleep while you're trying to actually project i don't know that will probably be harder you know but you know what i mean yeah yeah we're talking about Joe a lot like what what what's what's remote viewing versus what's actual projection and like it seems like it's not exactly like this, but it seems like part of it is when you're actually projecting, you're going to another place um, that's like a facsimile of this version. Um, so the actions that are happening on the actual plane might not have like an exact counter in the physical world. But if you're remote viewing, like the military and the CIA claims to do um, more like a lot, you're like spying on actual people. Like I can remote view and see like what somebody's doing right now. Whereas like, from actual projecting. Um, it, it's a different process. I think you can do it both ways, but the process, the, the way we go about it might be different, you know, a different, different paths to the same, to the same, uh, house, you know? Yeah. It makes sense. That, that makes sense, sense to me. I, I think, uh, interesting how some, some of the fiction seems to piece together some of, some of that, uh, esoterics, right. From, uh, from, from actual, uh, the old days, uh, fascinating stuff. Always, always great. We got to run, man. We got three calls behind you. It looks like the, the board's filling up, but, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. You're good. You're good, man. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good, bro. You're good, bro. Uh, Derek from Massachusetts, the Night Stalker. Thank you for the call. Uh, Always a great, uh, great information, my friend. You're good, man. You're good. How would you know if I don't tell you? You're good. Have a great night, man. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.
There we go. There we go. Uh, it wasn't like that. Don't uh, don't feel that way. I just want to make sure we get to these guys. So let's go. Uh, that was, uh, again, as always, Derek from Massachusetts, the Night Stalker. Amazing calls, uh, great takes on everything, and I love to hear that stuff. So let's go. Uh, thank you for being patient with us on the phones. Let's go to, looks like this is uh, a Utah number. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. What's your first name and where are you calling from? Lacey. I'm calling from Utah. Lacey in Utah. How are you, my friend? I am good. How are you? Uh, doing very well. Thank you for calling. Uh, what's on your mind tonight? What do you think about this, uh, the crazy dream stuff we're talking about? So I used to dream all the time as a kid. I used to lucid dream, wake up and be able to put myself right back in and manipulate it. And it was the best part of my life as a kid. I would get up and I would go to school and tell people about my dreams, especially if they were in them, because I wanted to know if they had dreams about me as well, that kind of consciousness mindset. If I'm dreaming about you, were you dreaming about me? And um, when, it's so in another part that the last caller said, or Night Stalker was saying, is he doesn't dream very much during the day. I, when I worked night shift, I would have the most crazy insane dreams and they were always I mean I could manipulate them so if I it was taking a turn I didn't like I would just switch it back around and try to have fun with it but in 2015 I think um, 2014 there was uh, I guess you'd say like a trauma in my life and when I would dream I would have these nightmares and I knew that I could change it. I knew I had that possibility too, but I was so terrified. I just kind of shut down and stopped dreaming. So, um, <laughs> I really wanted to get back to dreaming. I started dreaming or journaling my dreams, like, or let me go back. Um, I think it was last September, Utah had an earthquake and I actually had a dream. So I went, I don't know how many years, without dreaming to having a dream and there was an earthquake on that same day, but I didn't know until the next day. Cause I don't listen to the news or pay attention to the news. But when I went back to work, everyone was like, Oh, earthquake. And I was like, Oh, that's crazy. I dreamt about an earthquake. Holy cow. So I started journaling my dreams. If I would have them, which would be like once a month, maybe if I was lucky. And then on one of the lighting, the void episodes, um, it was about floating and sensory deprivation, the guy was saying, if you can like give up all your vices, like coffee, cannabis, sex, like kind of get back to that childhood state, then it, you would have like more childlike mentality. So I was like, yeah, when I was a kid, my dreams were good. So let's, let's do that. <laughs> so I've been journaling about, yeah, different like things I'm eating or ways I'm sleeping, how many hours of sleep I'm getting. And honestly, I don't think that it matters. I haven't really noticed much change in how often I'm dreaming or how often I'm remembering them. Um, up until this last month or so. And I've been doing more fasting. I've been drinking less coffee. I've been smoking less cannabis. So it's, I don't know if, you know, how much I 
I think that when you're getting less sleep and you know you're going to have less sleep, like, oh, man, i got to get up in four hours, your dreams are more intense. But I don't think that how much you sleep is really, or how much I sleep, I should say, is really affecting how many dreams I have in a night or how many times I remember my dreams when I wake. Gotcha. I, I do like I do like that you're, you're you're tracking this and you're trying to find out how to get this dream state uh, talent back. And and I, I like how you're saying it's kind of like if you want to have Peter Pan dreams, you kind of got to act like a kid again and cut out all the things that may be blocking that. Right. I love that thought. That's a kind of a, a way to trim us back to where we came from. Right. Uh, before we had all the stress and all the weirdness in our lives as we grow up. Um, maybe that's that's the, the, the pureness that we lose, right? I, I love it. I'm glad you're uh, keeping track of this. Lacey, we do have more calls behind you, so we got to go. But can you do me a favor? We do do uh, dream shows from time to time. Can you call back and let us know as you chronicle these dreams how, how it seems to be shaping up as you get more data? I'd love to hear how this goes. Yeah, for sure. Right on. I appreciate it so much. Thank you again for uh, being part of the show. Thanks for calling tonight. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a fantastic evening. Thanks a lot. There you go. Lacey in Utah. Good stuff. Actually chronicling dreams. Uh, I'm not uh, disciplined enough to do that, uh, but uh, other people are, <laughs> as you can tell. So thank you. Great call, Lacey. Uh, looking, to hear, uh, look, looking forward to hearing uh, where that c- comes down uh, as, you, as you get more of that data. Let's go to uh, Jack in Wisconsin. What's up, Jack? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend? Jack, one, two. You're up, buddy. Hey, Mike, you hear me? Yeah, I hear you just fine. Go right ahead, sir. What's on your mind? We got about uh, three, four minutes before we got to take a break. You, you hear me? Yes. You hear me, Mike? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Go. Can you hear me? Hey, I just wanted to reiterate my. Uh, can you hear me now? I, I've heard yeah. you the whole time, man. Hello? Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Hello, Mike. Hello. Can you yeah. hear me? Jack, I hear you. Jack, oh, I hear okay. you. Oh, okay. I want to reiterate what I brought up uh, a few weeks ago when I. Um, that, uh, you know, on our phones nowadays, we can set our alarms, right? And when we set our alarms, we can set our alarms to have like a full volume to wake us the heck up right away. Or we can set our alarms like very like small minimum volume. So my suggestion to everybody is if you want to learn how to astral travel, if you want to try to remember your dreams, if you just set your alarm, like maybe if you normally wake up at 10 o'clock or whatever, you set it like a little bit, like maybe an hour before then, you set it at the minimum volume. And then every 10 minutes, it just increases and increases because if you don't answer your phone, it's not going to, it's going to keep ringing, but it's going to keep ringing at that minimum volume. So it can kind of bring you out of the dream, like very uh, slowly instead of just like a, a, you know, herky jerky where you're waking up and you're just like, Oh, what the heck was that? And then you're trying to remember your dream, but this way it can kind of gradually kind of wake you up. So like I suggest, like on a day off or something, instead of, you know, uh, you know, doing it on a day where you have to wake up for work or something, you do it on a day off where you just kind of gradually wake up from whatever, you know, like, Oh, okay. I've been asleep for seven hours. I'm going to set my alarm for, you know, this many, whatever. And then just try to do that. I think it could kind of help people to remember their dreams too. So I just something I wanted to call up to, you know, just uh, kind of reiterate with everybody that I haven't tried it and I know you were going to try it and I was going to try it, but I haven't done it. I totally forgot. So 
I'm going to actually try it and see if it works and helps me to uh, remember my dreams and maybe even be able to help me wake up during my dream, which would be cool to have an astral dream. So, you know. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I'm with you there. Uh, fantastic stuff. I appreciate it. Uh, men love to you, Jack. I love you. Love, love, love to you, Jack. <laughs> Jack in the chat said, Mike doesn't love me anymore. I yeah, refute yeah, yeah. that comment. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. <laughs> appreciate appreciate the well, comment. I know. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do you uh, shot me out, so I was like, oh, my, Mike, got me. Mike forgot me. I got to give him a bunch of hearts. I got to <laughs> let you know, like, I still love you and everything. And, but like I said, I, I, even though even to the last caller, like, if she wants to, you know, try to, like, kind of uh, experiment with that and, like, maybe set you know, an alarm an hour before she's supposed to wake up and kind of you know, a little bit, but by a little bit, you need to wake up. Like, there's a ton of you doing. I don't know. So I'll yep. let you know. Gotcha. Gotcha. We got to go, man. We're out of time. I appreciate the call, Jack. Thank you for the good stuff. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Have a great night. Thanks, brother. All right. Uh, we got one more call on deck. Uh, hang tight. Thanks for being patient with us, guys. We are talking about dream states tonight. What do you think? Does uh, your sleep cycle affect any of that, or do you think it's completely separate? You want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More about dreams and you after the break. We'll be right back. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness all right good evening and welcome back to troubled minds radio 
I'm your host, Michael Strange, and this is the show where we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what they are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. We have a special Saturday show as part of the Fringe Marathon, the Fringe-a-thon as it were, trying to raise some money to keep the Fringe FM on air. If you guys can spare a little bit, a little bit, it goes a long way. Fringe.fm slash donations. Please, uh, we, we appreciate that a lot. Uh, keep it going. You enjoy the radio shows. You enjoy all the, the community. You enjoy all this. Uh, it's, uh, it, it, these, these things are not free to run, so we appreciate uh, anything you guys can spare. That's why we're on Saturday night, and uh, that's why uh, the Fringe has been going all day and all night since 1 a.m. last night. So here we go. Uh, as we continue this, we have a phone call on. Thanks, Jared, for being patient. We'll get right back to you. We're taking your phone call. And we're talking about dreams tonight. Dreams. Dream states. And uh, uh, the the idea that came to me is if you stay up for 24 hours, kind of like Joe Roop did, is that going to affect the way he dreams tonight? Or would it affect you? Uh, That type of thing. So that's kind of on my mind and really what uh, spawned the the, uh, conversation about dreams. So again, uh, we're streaming on Facebook, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, taking your phone calls. But uh, Jared's been very patient. Let's go to Jared. Welcome to the show. You're on Troubled Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend? Hey, dude. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for being patient. We had a bunch of calls before you there, and you waited an awful long time. Appreciate that. Oh. Yeah, it was well, and I'm glad that uh, the calls in between when I called and now all stayed on topic, so my information should be relevant for everybody there. Um, there was just one bit of information I wanted to add, and that is with the DMT research Dr. Rich Strassman did, uh, DMT spirit molecule, what they noticed was, um, and as we all know, DMT is probably highly correlated to dreams. Uh, what we find out there in the study is that the more DMT given to the subjects, the less dream call, recall they had. So, and then they would wake up or, you know, come back and say they don't remember anything at all. Um, so in, I think therein we need to say that rather I wasn't dreaming. Uh, we should say I probably was dreaming. Um, I, I would imagine more DMT would be more dreams. That seems pretty logical, but I'm not entirely sure. And I'd like to figure that one out some way, somehow. But, but uh, yeah, I think that's... Yeah, so, okay, uh, so the... Be dreaming more than so okay, so, so let me get it right. The, so the study said that the more DMT, the the less dream remembering is what was happening. Well, yeah, I mean, and we're not sure what the the DMT high is exactly, but it seems to be a lot like dreams, and it also seems to be linked to our dreams when 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 we're not taking it endogenously, or when I guess when we are taking it, uh, is that endogenous when we make the chemicals ourselves? Um, yeah, should should apply there too. So, I see. Okay, uh, fantastic. I hadn't heard of this. And who who's the study by? One more time, so I can look this up. Doctor, that would be Doctor Rick Strassman, and uh, this, he did a book, the DMT, DMT, the Spirit Molecule. Uh, there was also a, a movie, documentary made, and Joe Rogan commented on it. So it's pretty, you know, out there, but. Uh, the book, I'd say, gives the most information. 
read the book. Gotcha. Sure. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So uh, do you have any, uh, any takes on the rest of this stuff on where we go, uh, where, when, whether it's a DMT trip or whether it's a dream state, do you think it's all sort of locked into our mind as some sort of a chemical wishwashy composition? Or do you think it is, as some people have suggested, that maybe we do uh, possibly step outside of the realm we're in into something else entirely? It's possible. Um, I know that I've had dreams where I was spoken to in the dream by the person who was laying next to me. In this case, we were, it was an interesting story. We were sleeping in a hotel in the closet because there was a lot of people in the hotel. We wanted privacy. And so we slept in the closet and uh, she woke me up from a dream in the dream state. I woke her up. I said, what did you say? And she said, oh, I don't know. And then I realized we were like suffocating because the closet was just completely sealed. And we had to shut the door. And so we were like going to die. And I'm pretty sure in her dream, she came to me and said, hey, well, actually, she said, hey, like five times. It took a while to wake me up. And she finally said, I said, what? And she said, open the door. And that was really it. But then I, and I woke her up right after that because I woke up myself and, I, and she wasn't there. She, she woke up. You know, <laughs> we were both asleep when I got that communication, but it may have saved our lives. So um, who knows? Wow, that's 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 another story right there. That's one of those ones, right? So, do we share the dream states? Uh, I I know some of that. Uh, you know, Joe Rogan talks about this stuff a lot, uh, like you said there. And uh, you know, uh, Alex Jones has said that uh, people that have uh, you know do the these ayahuasca experiences as well, they're able to somehow have the same visions. So uh, curiously, right, if we, have, we put a particular chemical in the right place in our brain, that maybe we do uh, s- somehow reach out to whoever's nearest us and share some bizarre dream experience. That's, that's wild, man. That is wild. And it possibly saved your life even. That's, that's just uh, that's, that's amazing. So, so yeah, right? So yeah. We're, there is something, something probably a little more uh, mystical going on here than just like the, the brain rebooting itself, uh, going through some you know, bad memories or bad, bad uh, subconscious thoughts or whatever. Craziness, huh? Yeah. It's like, it's like there's a connection to reality from the dream, uh, and it's not just through what we see of it. That that maybe an absolute reality exists and we can kind of tap in, but uh, you know it's not always accurate. And sometimes some friend will call you and say, "Oh, I had a dream about you and this and that," and it may not be anything at all, but or it may be something you've already avoided and or whatever it is. But it could be all possible realities, or it could be just viewing the absolute reality. Who knows? I think that it's. Uh, I think that we are all connected in our dreams. We could see each other in our dreams, and we can even do this in waking life. Um, I'd, I'd like to slide the topic over just a little bit to, um, well, uh, remote viewing. Sure. Um, I would encourage everybody here, if you've got friends that you like to talk to about this, all this, all this stuff, get together one night and do a remote viewing experience where half of you, um, you know, disappear off to somewhere else in the neighborhood and you go and arrive at somewhere you all, you know, kind of get to somewhere and then decide to draw what you're looking at somewhere and then leave the other half of the people in the room or in the house to, you know, try to pick up on that signal and just kind of zone out and then, you know, try and try and somehow remote view that thing. And man, you'll know, I, when we did this, we all noticed something, you know, there were, there were little instances where what you'd drawn was so similar to what the other person had drawn while they were out there that you can't help but believe that it was you seeing it from your own mind from the, through their eyes or whatever, but uh, this happened to me. Uh, we did this, and it was 
a really awesome experience. <laughs> at one point, when I was at home drawing and my friend, when my friends were all out, I, uh, I, I drew a line through, like dividing everything I had drawn up until that point, and uh, made a new drawing. And I wrote one simple, or I drew one simple line on it. And it just so happened that that drawing, uh, man, it was so uncanny. My friend who was off at this lampshade store, whatever, drawing their logo, he stopped and he said, okay, this one is for Jared only. I am sending this message only to Jared. And somehow I drew, <clears throat> I drew that, you know, I, <laughs> it's so crazy, but I, I drew the logo that he was drawing almost perfectly. I didn't get both sides it's symmetrical and I only drew one of the two sides. But I'm telling you, it was absolutely uncanny that, you know, he sent me that message. When he saw that message, he said, I can't believe it. You know, I mean, he, was, he was now a believer, I should say. Holy smokes. So the message came through and remote viewing is real. I've heard this before. I've heard people say that uh, remote viewing is a real thing. And so you've got, you've got some proof there. That, that's, that's incredible. Have you, uh, have you practiced beyond that? Uh, have you become, uh, let's say, good at remote viewing? Or is it still sort of like a just try it once in a while sort of situation for you? I haven't actually tried really practicing myself. I have done a lot of, um, I mean, not done intentionally, but I've had instances where across the state border, you know, oh, look, I'm coming back home to Utah now, you know, think about my romantic interest, and then literally, you know, half a mile later, she called on the phone. That was pretty interesting. I think that things like that show us that it can be done. And while I haven't really tried to practice and get it good, I, I have done a lot to notice what just happened naturally. That's, uh, that's pretty amazing stuff. Um, like uh, like I said, I, I've heard this isn't the first time I've heard somebody say this works. Uh, people people out there have tried it and uh, sometimes t pick it up right away and say that this is uh, something that can be done, and others are you know struggle and just give up and say no, this is not not a real thing. So yeah, uh, amazing stuff, amazing stuff. I appreciate the call. You're a, you're a first time caller to Troubled Minds, am I right? Yeah, ma'am. Nice, nice. Thank you, thank you for calling and sharing your thoughts with us tonight. Um, anything else while we got you on the phone? That's really it. I really appreciate the show. I'm totally glad you guys made the goals, and uh, I'm looking forward to more. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Appreciate your input. Thank you for listening, and uh, I look forward to speaking with you in the future soon, okay? Have a great night, Jared. Thanks a lot. You too. Thanks, Mike. Thank, thanks a lot. There you go. Simple as that. See, we're talking about dreams tonight. That was Jared from Utah, and look, remote viewing is real. And this is this is exactly why we do these sorts of things because uh, we get uh, you know we get people who have tried these things we get people who have had these synchronicities happen in their lives and like I've always said right like sure fine you can go to the experts or you can go to you can go to the folks who have done studies and the rest of this but there's nothing quite like just putting the feelers out to people right to to people to to regular ordinary people and uh, seeing what happens uh, well in this case you guys are listening to the fringe and troubled minds so you're extraordinary people of course but if you if you put it out there the feelers out to as many people as possible and ask these questions uh i always call this the right the wisdom of the crowd i think that uh the stories that you guys bring in is going to be more accurate than uh any of these experts that have debunked this or you know 
claim to be flying uh, flying in the ether as they dream every night, right? If uh, if it's happening to just uh, us, just little old us, well, this stuff has to be real, right? Yeah, I got you, Daryl. Just uh, call back in and uh, we'll, we'll put you on. So we're talking about dream states tonight. This is one of our the shows we do that uh, people are extremely interested in, like I said, because everybody has an experience with this, whether it's um, whether it's a, a, a something real or something perceived or some trick of the mind, however you want to really describe this, it's a, it's an amazing thing, is it not, this uh, this dream state and the, this conversation. Um, so uh, we are taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show, Daryl was just on the line but disconnected. Uh, we're looking to hear from you. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And let us not forget... The reason we're doing the Saturday stream, it's because uh, we're, uh, we're trying to raise some money for the Fringe FM and keep us on the air. So if you have not and you, can, you, got, you got a little bit to spare, uh, go to fringe.fm slash donations. And uh, there's uh, all of the things up there. If you can spare a few bucks, we would appreciate that a lot. Uh, and it doesn't have to be a lot. Like I said, uh, if uh, everybody kicks in a little bit, well, that makes uh, makes the world go round, does it not? Um, so, okay, we got a phone call coming right right quick here. We'll we'll get to Beachwood in just a sec, uh, but I want to I want to point this website out because I think this is really hilarious. Um, there's this website called uh, dreammoods.com, all right, and they have uh, it's basically a um, kind of a, a dictionary, like a dream dictionary. And what it is is it's like uh, right, like if you have a, a a particular dream with, like I said, maybe a beetle or a tree or right whatever whatever your dream is this this website uh is basically telling you what these things may or may not be right in your dreams which seems well wild to me <laughs> wild so i'm linking this in the chat and you guys can uh, check this out yourself but uh, i'm just going to read just a couple of these because uh, it's it, it's too funny to leave out of this show uh it's just uh it's amazing hilarious and uh yeah that's that's what we're doing so here we go let's let's look at this i'm going to go just to uh, uh let's just randomly pick a letter here we're going to go to the letter g and see what comes up all right it's going to we got uh let's see uh Gale, gallows, a gambling. Here we go. So if gambling is in your dream, I'm going to put this on this real quick. Hang tight, Beachwood. We'll get to you in just a sec. If gambling is in your dream, they say this is what it means right here. And again, like there's all kinds of words and, and phrases and things in here that you can look up and it's a little bit wild. But gambling, to dream that you are gambling suggests that you are too impulsive and relying too much on fate. You are not taking responsibility for your own decisions or actions. Alternatively, the dream symbolizes risk-taking activities. If you are not a gambler and dream that you are gambling, it denotes that you need to take a chance or let up on yourself. Be a little more spontaneous. And uh, some other stuff, right? Uh, if, if you're at a garage sale, this is another funny one. Uh, to hold or be at a garage sale in your dream indicates that you are recycling past experiences and finding use for your old skills and ideas. You are learning from your past and making productive use of the lessons you have learned. And we could do this all night. We, I mean, this this website is amazing. I've linked it if you guys want to check it out. Like I said, are you guys, um, do you think, think there's something to that? Do you think there's something to uh, being able to maybe tear up a dream into its component parts and be able to identify what's happening within that dream based on something like this. I think it's fascinating. I think it's uh, good to uh, consider, and uh, it's entertaining as hell. I'll give it that. But let's go to, uh, again, we're taking your phone calls tonight if you want to be part of the show. Uh, I can't say it. Three things tried to come out of my mouth at the same time right there. This is Troubled Minds. 
if you want to be part of the show tonight. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link and come join us that way. It's a free chat and voice client. So if you're international and don't like the 702 area code, which is Las Vegas, by the way, uh, you can be on the show for free using Discord. All right, let's go to Beachwood in Massachusetts. What's up, Beachwood? You're on Troubled Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend? Hey, what's up? What's up? I'm doing awesome. It's a good Saturday show. I worked all day today, so uh, you know it's good to relax. I'm having a couple of beers, listening. I love, I love Dream World. I think it's a great topic. Uh, I even dug out some stuff from 2017 from the McLean Hospital, the mental hospital, when I was in there. When I woke up with amnesia and I. All right, I'll read a little bit of it. Okay. It says, in this brief, this brief first hospitalization of this 31-year-old single male, daily cannabis, no other psychiatric history, brought to an outside emergency room by EMS after being found in his underwear on his neighbor's porch, reporting that he was Jesus. He hit an EMS staff member in the face and required chemical restraint. And then it goes through some stuff, and then initial report. Describes seeing every dream he's ever had in his head like a movie reel, saying it causes space-time changes and it's caused from synchronized dreaming and being able to control your dreams and others' dreams, which he states he learned from his grandparents, also describing the illusions of his co-workers. And then it says that he claims that when you touch a person's hand, exchange spit, saliva, sweat, Etc. that you are permanently connected forever and it allows you to dream in the same, uh, you know, synchronized dreaming. And like that was out of nowhere. So I woke up one day just saying that stuff. But um, I think that the dream world like is a realm. I think it's a, a dream realm. And I think a lot of like lucid dreaming and vivid dreaming has to do with the lifestyle you live and what you eat and how much you stimulate your body on the outside, how much you stimulate your mind. We're way overstimulated as humans. Like most of us wake up, we put on some type of stimulation. Or we have a cup of coffee, uh, we listen to the radio, we watch the TV, we read newspapers. And I think that takes away from the dream experience because it fills, it fills the spot like for a craving for fulfillment. And I find that lack of stimulation causes me to have much more vivid, controllable dreams. And um, I noticed that with diet too, like a lot of green stuff. But I, I was big into a, you know, the the gym, and um, I was doing boxing and MMA. So you, they always try to cut you down in weight, so you, you're big in your weight class. But I changed my diet up. And I noticed that I had a a much better sleep cycle and I would remember my dreams a lot. And it was easier to fall asleep quick and, you know, get into that, that state of dreaming. But, um, yeah, it's as far as like the dream books and what their interpretation is of stuff, like I think some of them might be right. I think they're a little cool. Some of them are funny. But I don't think they've evolved like with the human race 
on the same like timeline. Cause I assume people have been dreaming since the dawn of mankind. Uh, you know, I have dogs, my dogs dream. I know they dream, you know, they twitch and fuck and, um, <laughs> yep. Uh, so same. we know that, you know, dreaming has existed for a long time, that state of mind, what it's for. It, it, it like people doctors say, it's, it's for your brain to reboot, to recover, to filter out information that you don't need and keep important information. But I think it's different than that. I suppose it could be that, but too many people talk about, uh, you know, seeing loved ones from the past. Uh, I have had dreams so real that I don't know if they're even dreams or not. Like I have memories of things that happen that should be dreams, but I don't know if they're, they're mixed up in my mind, I guess. But, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Uh, there's a couple other things, but you know, when you call, sometimes, you know, your mind goes blank and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> the pressure is on. <laughs> great topic. The pressure's on. The pressure's on. I, I appreciate it, Beachwood. As always, uh, thanks for the call. Thanks for listening. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Great thoughts, my man. Yeah. And, oh, yes, could I get one last one last uh, thing in? Yeah, go for it. We got a minute or two. Go ahead. All right. I, I was going to actually mention this, you know, a ways, ways back when I've called. I've had dreams where I've been brought to, like, a world just like this. And there's like, there are people there that are not human. They're either aliens, an entity or something. And in that dream, I've had someone pull out a badge and show it to me. And it says something on it. And do you know what, what letters are on the badge? Uh Oh, no. DMT. Nope. It's the other three, the ones we talked about last night on your show. Really? Thursday night. Really? The, the, really? The, the CIA yeah. has infiltrated your dreams. <laughs> That's amazing. Yep. That's amazing. I love it, man. I love it. Uh, if I if I get something like that, I'm looking forward to a dream like that, so I can tell them off in my dream. That'll be amazing. <laughs> Thanks again, Beachwood. Yeah, if that ever happens, grab the badge and just run away. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> we, need, we need the proof. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. I appreciate the call. Good stuff as always. That's Beachwood right, in Massachusetts. Take it easy, man. Thanks, man. Have a good night. You too. Uh, simple as that. If you guys want to be part of the show, we are taking your phone calls. We're talking about dreams tonight. And this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. And you can reach us at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And you could go to troubledminds.org. That's the official website of the show. And find uh, the Discord link. Join the Discord if you have not. And uh, come say hi to all the amazing smart people that are out there. Because uh, this is a community. This is the family. This is not just, well, you know, some guy rambling into a microphone on the Internet. Well, maybe it's that too, but uh, <laughs> there's a lot of amazing people that uh, are part of this conversation. And come find out. Come join them. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Also join the Fringe FM chat at fringe.fm slash chat. Get in here and say hi. Don't be shy. One more time. We're talking about dreams and you. Taking your phone call, 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. It's
it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. We are, the, wait, I think I should probably say I'm Michael Strange. We're streaming on Facebook, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we're looking for your help to keep the Fringe on air. Fringe.fm slash donations, please, if you can spare a little bit, uh, go join join the club of all the amazing people that have uh, contributed to keeping the Fringe on air. Fringe.fm slash, don- slash donations, and uh, tonight we're talking about dreams, because, well, uh, Joe Roop has stayed up all night, and, well, uh, maybe he's having sweet dreams as we speak. And what do you think dreams are? Is it, uh, again, as, as simplistic as uh, the brain rebooting, or do you think possibly... We actually step into other realms when we dream. That's part of the conversation tonight as we consider all the things like we always do on this show. And uh, we we love to include you, basically. I always say I have no inside sources except all of you guys. And it's an amazing thing because as I've stated many times before and I'll continue to, the wisdom of the crowd uh, will outdo the experts all day, every day, in my opinion. So we get enough of us together to talk about this amazing stuff. I think uh, we have a a hell of a shot at... uh, actually uh, getting closer to a perceived truth, let's say. So anyway, uh, 702-957-1037 if you want to be part of the show. Troubledminds.org is the official website. You can find the phone number and the Discord link there. Let's go to Robert in Pennsylvania. What's up, Robert? You're on Troubled Minds with Mike. How are you tonight? Hi, how are you, Michael? I'm doing very well. Happy Saturday to you. What do you think about this, uh, this crazy dream stuff? It's really not crazy. Um, you know, as far as the, the research done on it and the, and the scientific myth that when we fall asleep, uh, our dreams all amount to just our, our brains uh, sorting through and, and, and absorbing what we learned every day. And like I like some kind of hard drive, it's absolutely ludicrous. Dreams are school. Okay? We go... We go back to school when we go to sleep. All right? We are all creators of our own reality. And I don't say that we go to school every time we go to sleep and dream, but like mechanics, automobile mechanics, or people with uh, skilled trades who have to go back to school every once in a while to hone their skills, to update them. That's what we do. We go back to school every once in a while to update our skills in manufacturing reality. We, and, and often, outside of school, when we have these complicated dreams, where there's many things that happen, right? a lot of the times that's because in your, in your sleep, your, your soul has been released, and you're, and you're actually looking in on your current lives, your simultaneous lives. All right? uh, I'll give you an example. A few nights ago, I had a dream where I was with my brother in a bar. Right, my brother was decked out. He was—he looked better than he had ever did in his 
I've ever seen him. He looked really good. And my brother is not that good looking, but he really looks sharp. And I went out to get the car in this dream, and I couldn't find the car. And I couldn't remember what the car looked like for, for a sec, for a while there. And then I looked, and I finally realized the car had been stolen. So I looked uh, uh, across the street, and here's this car lot. It's not a car lot. It's a, it's a junkyard, all right? And, it, and, it, and I realized that this is probably one of those chop shops, and my car has been stolen. So I go to the gate, and I'm pleading with this old guy who I've never seen before, you know, who I assume is the, you know, who runs the place. I need my car. We've got to get back home. And he's just looking at me like, forget it, buddy. So I, I, I look across the street, and there's a dial phone, you know, one of those old dial phones, uh, somehow attached to, a, uh, to the uh, facade of a brick wall. And I go over and I'm dialing and, and I'm, I'm, I'm hearing some voices at the end. There's a bunch of conversations going on and I'm trying to tell, please stop talking. I need to report to the police that my car has been stolen. Anyway, that ends and I wind up going and, and somehow climbing uh, the fence and getting, in, and getting into this chop shop. And I go in and there's this building and I go in. And inside the building, uh, it's like a, inside of some kind of plant, uh, there's this man uh, sitting on a chair uh, on a, like a huge hydraulic lift doing something. And he looked like Michael J. Fox without legs. All right? Now that, that's <laughs> of course. Sort of thing, Seriously. Seriously. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling him I need my car. All right? I don't remember anything after that. Except uh, what that is is probably because of the difference with my brother and things. I was I was probably looking in on a current simultaneous life, all right, that was going on at that time, all right. Um, but my most vivid dream that I can remember, and this is a number of years ago, quite a few years ago, as I I, I was opening the refrigerator. This is where you could get into where you're dreaming about the dead. I was opening the refrigerator in the kitchen, and I looked into the living room, and I saw, as, as vivid as I'm looking at you right now on the screen, my father and my grandfather sitting together on the sofa. And my grandfather suddenly barks, I want your father's body paid for. Now, I, I have no idea what that was about, but it was so vivid. And what, what was the most striking to me was how my father looked happier than I ever recall him ever looking in all the years I knew him. He looked really, really happy. Right? Also, if people take a, pay attention to their dreams, they'll notice that the buildings in their dreams are not really like, you know, structures that you see here in, in this reality, that they're more like stage sets. All right? There's something just weak about them, not quite solid about them, um, and, the, and the older you get, the more you dream, and, that, and the reason for that is that uh, as you age and get closer to leaving the stage, you'll dream more. You'll dream many, you know, uh, more often than you ever have in your younger lives, because 
that those 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 kinds of genes prepare you to make to move into the next world. So, what what if I can condense this all this that I just talked about? <laughs> pardon me. It's all school. It's all learning, and we're the creators, and we're and we're just going back to school and and visiting our our simultaneous lives. I'm sure that some people on on, on the chat here probably had dreams of themselves maybe in a war, um, maybe the Civil War. I know when I was younger I did. These are these are probably dreams of of, of your current what what's called past lives, but are really simultaneous lives. I've run out I've run out of my six points, but you see where I just wanted to put this out there that this is. This is really not that hard to understand. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the thing is, too, it's not, like, I, I understand where you're coming from, but it, people experience these, these things differently, right? So, so as you know, that's just part of the conversation. So, uh, whereas I have my theory, you have yours, and all the rest of it, we get together, and uh, we get more, right? I think more theories kind of blended together enriches the entire thing, uh, as, as it were, right? So, so that's all. So as you know, uh, like I appreciate what you're saying here, and, and I agree. I think school is a good way to put that, and that uh, we're we're still learning. It is maybe these are past life experiences. Maybe there's, who knows? Maybe uh, we're, we're maybe our own subconscious is finding a way to teach ourselves by reaching out into other places. I like that. I like the theory. Man. Well, we're it's, all it's very here. Good. We're all we're all here for one purpose, and and you know this. You know we're not here to love one another because we already do. We're here to create everything that you see in front of you. you. It's something that it's only there because you see it, because you created that, and you created your whole existence. You're in charge of it. And as I said a few a few shows ago, some we go back, we we we, we rehearse our lines for the day, in our, while we're sleeping, and come back. And we go through the whole stage, you know, the whole experience that we've already rehearsed. Right? It's all, it's all to entertain ourselves. Because, I like it. Because without that, without that creation, life in the in the nether world, if that's the proper term for it, would be incredibly boring. That's for sure. I'll give it so that. We come here to. So we come here to not be bored. Exactly, I, I kind of agree with you. Okay. And so, so, so we reach out to these other places, and uh, but do so when just for example, when you had the dream with your father and grandfather sitting there. Uh, so, do you think those were real entities, or were they just kind of apparitions in your mind? No question, they were real. No question at all. But I just, for life, me couldn't figure out what my grandfather meant that he wanted my father's body paid for. I mean, I, I, I it, it's been, what good is it to tell, you know, to come from the act of life to give me a message and I can't even understand what he means. You know, maybe he should be more specific. Yeah, right. <laughs> Please clarify in the dream state. Yeah. Yeah. Just curious. So just curious. So, so you think it is a bridge for us to also uh, experience alternate states, uh, but it's all real. It's all real. Sure. And, and what the, what uh, the, uh, a few callers back said 
Um, it's also an open door to visit people who have who have who you cared about in your life, who have passed on, and to be able to see them, to visit them. I mean, I, I had a dream. I dream a lot now. I'm getting older, and I'm getting ready to leave the stage. Um, and and just a couple nights ago, I had a dream. I was standing in front of a a closed coffin, and my cousin Joanne, who's already passed, already passed on to the other side, was standing next to me. And I went to talk to her, and suddenly she just dropped to the floor dead. My goodness. What? You know, yes. I mean, she's already, she's passed. She passed about four or five months ago. But do I think that was her? Yeah, I do. I think that that's our one opportunity outside of some fraudulent seances to get in touch and to see people that we miss. That, you know, that we... Uh, and, I, and anybody that has a dream about somebody that passed on it and, and they wake up happy. They, I, there's never... I don't know anybody that's ever had a dream about somebody they cared about who passed on uh, that doesn't wake up happy. They know that it actually was real. Gotcha. All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Great stuff as always, Robert. Um, anything else before we got you on the phone tonight? No, that, that's about That's about all I go. I, I made notes before I called you so I don't tongue-tied and slip all over the place. <laughs> it is it is difficult, right? Especially if I interrupt you and derail your thoughts. I'm terrible at that. But yeah, fantastic stuff. I, I appreciate you taking notes and uh, well, keeping us on track. Well, it's when I interrupt you like I'm just doing now. Nah, it's all good. It's, it's part <laughs> of the shtick. It's part, part of me being here. Uh, I get to experience you guys and it's a, it's a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Thanks, Robert. Robert from Pennsylvania. Okay, Check out his... Somebody else. Well, sorry, go ahead. Time for somebody else. Call in. Come on, people. There you go. Tell me so, your dream. There you go. 702-957-1037. Check out Robert's book. Uh, what now. is it? All right. T- take it easy, Robert. The All Robert right. Collection, and it is... Um I got it around here somewhere. Oh, geez. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll link it. It's actually linked uh, as part of the uh, the, the show notes. Um, do check out Robert's book. That's Robert from Pennsylvania. I'm terrible with names. And so anyway, so we're, we're talking about dream states tonight, guys. We're talking about um, is uh, what does this mean to you? Is, is this a situation where, uh, you know, like uh, we can control what's happening in our dreams? Or is this, uh, you know, something like people have suggested that we have a... Well, uh, more of like a, you know, like a Beachwood was saying, he changed his diet and this thing and the other thing, and he's able to actually uh, possibly now, uh, because of the, his different lifestyle, uh, be able to access those dreams, very much like Lacey said when she called in, taking the uh, the dream journal and the rest of that, that there's there may, may be a possibility of kind of cutting out some of those like adult-like stress inducers or, uh, you know, stress relievers that maybe uh, returns us back to the my words now. Uh, that that Peter Pan like dream state when we were children when everything was uh, a little more mystical right uh, not not so jaded and not so you know grizzled veteran of life type of thing so that's what we're talking about tonight if you guys want to be part of the show it's once again seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven we have uh, a few minutes left for you so if you uh want to uh, you got a hot take here on dreams and you want uh, everybody to hear about it i'd uh, i'd love to hear it uh let's uh, let's go i'm gonna go back to this dream this dream dictionary which is amazing like i said uh let's go to the letter p and let's see what's here uh we are taking your phone call 702-957-1037 all right how about this if you have a package arrive in your dream a package right 
To see a package in your dream represents hidden creative energy, skills, and or feelings. If you receive a package, then it indicates that you are acknowledging certain feelings or acquiring new resources. If you are giving or sending a package, then it suggests that you are projecting your feelings onto another instead of dealing with them. There you go. There you go. Uh, gotcha. Okay, we're going to go to Rohan in just a sec. I got you. Oh, we got a couple people over there. All right, so uh, do check out do check out this Dream Dictionary, guys. Let me know what you think about this. Do you think this is a voodoo hogwash, or do you think there's uh, actually something behind, you know, a particular thing happening in a, in a particular dream, and you can quantify it as such uh, through this type of uh, Dream Dictionary? I think this is amazing. Uh, tons of fun, and yeah, I love it. I love it. I, I found this tonight, and when I was kind of going through some of the information uh, we were going to talk about, I was like, this is it this is what we're talking about all right so let's go to uh we got a couple folks in the discord it looks like only one now uh rohan uh go ahead and unmute my friend and we'll get you in here what is happening the mighty rohan the mighty rohan talking about dream states and the rest of this it just says you're muted man i can't unmute you because uh you're muted on your end so whenever you're ready you're already on air so just uh just click the button and uh, hop on in hop on in so i'm gonna keep talking here but uh a little bit crazy right and stuff's a little bit crazy this uh this dream state whatever it is there we go i hear noise rohan the mighty rohan welcome to the show how are you tonight test one two i heard you hear me now I heard yep. you. I, I hear you now. I hear you now. What's happening, man? How are you tonight? Yeah, not too bad. Enjoying, enjoying things. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Happy Saturday and uh, had a good conversation about dreams and all, everybody's theories and whatnot. So uh, it's, it's, it's hard to complain. It's definitely hard to complain. Uh, what are your thoughts on this whole dream, dream state stuff? Well, actually, um, uh, I was fortunate enough uh, to interview with Joe, a lady called Teresa Chung. Who's a Brit? She's just in a, an interview on the BBC and then came on here, and she didn't have to turn it down as much. And I thought that was definitely worth a worth a look because she was she was made some really great points about the interpretations. But we but there was a big conclusion of it where we were saying that dreams happen for you rather than to you. Like the universe happens for you, your experiences happen for you. They're not happening to you. Do you know what I'm saying? And thought that was quite an empowering thing. So I thought she was worth bigging up. And, um, and I'd like to um, add a couple of comments on uh, the caller, um, Beachwood, where he was saying that um, something along the lines of his thoughts feel like it should be dreams sometimes, but it's like they're a bit mixed up. And I could relate to that in regards to, um, although I don't remember my dreams too well, I've had the DMT thing, and it feels very much like dreams and the forgetting. And I've often, especially when I was a youth in my 20s and stuff, I, I often had daydreams of conversations with people and then i'd see them later on that day or the next day and we'd talk and, and we'd end up having that conversation the part that i thought of earlier so i thought hmm because it's it's almost like the past and the future and dreams are kind of all the same thing and it's just which bit you tuned into you know and these conversations like i say that they're only they're only coming um when they're about to happen do you know what i'm saying but you don't know the difference between your thoughts, dreams, and reality, do you? So you just ignore stuff. But when I look back, I'm 40 years old now, it seems as if a lot of daydreams you probably really see in the future or a possible one. Do you know what I'm saying? That's, that's my idea anyway. 
Yeah, that makes sense. That's, uh, that it is connected in some way that you have, um, uh, well, like a, like a Robert was saying, like a we, or, or even like Night Stalker too. I really like the, both of those theories that we are experiencing maybe like a collision of worlds. Maybe, maybe the dream world is backing kind of up against uh, like a possible uh, the astral plane or things like this, right? Where, where you wouldn't necessarily uh, do like an astral travel situation in your dream, but uh, those worlds maybe do rub up against each other. And that's why um, everything seems possible within a dream. Uh, crazy stuff, man. I, I love the theories. Um, have you ever, uh, do, so, so have you ever in particular had a, a dream where maybe you had a, an ancestor or somebody that's passed on that you, you spoke with in a dream? Actually, no, no, not that I remember. I don't think I've ever seen anybody that I know in a dream ever. So I, I always see strangers, I always see strangers, but I've had some dreams that feel like actual events plenty of times. Do you know what I'm saying? And some of them are freaky events, but they feel like real things. They're not just like, and you know, you get dreams that are a bit weird and there's strange archetypes and stuff. But I've had dreams that seem like actual movie scenes. And I'm an actual character with a backstory, and this it's like cutting into something. You know, I, I was like, I, I had this dream once. I don't know what the hell to make of this, where there's this island, and there's some facility on there, and there's loads of soldiers guarding it, and they're all in Nazi uniforms, and I'm one of them. And they're all freaking. There's an emergency, and there's something coming up out of the water. Something's rising up out of the water, like some monster or some flying thing and everybody's freaking because all these huge water spouts coming up around the island it's like an experimental facilitator and i just cut into the scene where i'm running along trying to back up the other soldiers and people are just getting smashed up and ripped apart and stuff do you know what i mean and it's like do you just i don't know it's just some of these dreams sometimes just seem a bit like the scenes of things do you know what i'm saying and, and it's more notable now, and it sticks in my head now, because when I had that DMT experience, the few times I've gone out my way to go in and look at it, there's scenes already happening. There's entities already in there. It's not like your brain's just making it now. It's already going on. You just walk through the door, and they all turn around and go, hey, you know. So it's, it's hard to quantify, man. Yeah, a lot to it. I kind of like how you're describing it as maybe scenes from a movie. Uh, interesting. So I did actually look up on this uh, this dream uh, <laughs> dictionary what an island means in your dream. Well, they didn't have an entry, so I'm sorry, my friend. I can't help you figure this out tonight. <laughs> but but uh, so what do you think about that in particular? Do you think it's uh, it's it's actually um, possible to interpret dreams through something like that through like a dream dictionary, or do you think that's more hocus pocus? I think like a lot of stuff, it's open to interpretation, isn't it? And I would say, if I was going to go, personally, this is just me, if I was going to go along that kind of dream interpretation stuff, I would go to really old ones. I wouldn't go to contemporary ones, I think. Right. I think I'd go to some ancient Aboriginal version. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. And I know it's not, not conflated with pop culture, you know? Yeah, not not the internet. I'm with you. Get an old fashioned book, a book. Yeah, that honed the technique for thousands of years. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're gonna if you're gonna do a, a meditation, do you do uh, Billy Bloggs's invented one down the road, or do you do the one from the Bhagavad Gita from four thousand nine hundred years ago? You probably did that one. That's tried and tested, wouldn't you? I would think so. 
I would definitely think so. Uh, we're out of time, my friend. So if you want to hang tight, we're going to do uh, a little bit after. We'll, we'll do a third hour uh, until people stop calling. So if you want to hang tight, you're welcome to stay. We do have to go, though. So we have Gigi coming up with Shift Happens on the Fringe FM. If you guys are listening there, if you're listening on Facebook, DLive, YouTube, or Periscope, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. At the end of it, thank you all for being part of this tonight, uh, part of the entire uh, 24-hour stream. And uh, thank you for all your generosity and being part of um, the Fringe, being part of Part of the community being part of the family at as we finish be sure be strong be true you guys know the drill thank you for listening from our troubled minds to yours have a great night if you're not still on the phone line i see you guys there don't hang up we'll get to you in just a sec so uh hang tight we'll be right with you uh stay tuned for gg and shift happens have a great night guys keeping quiet nice a good boy like it all right so this is the deal we're gonna go we're gonna keep taking calls until we run out of calls so uh or until i get exhausted and pass out so we see a theme for the weekend don't we all right so yes sir yes sir i'm gonna just kill the music and we're gonna just go because we got two callers on so uh uh now we uh kind of kind of have uh time we've got time there's no commercial breaks we can just kind of do our thing and talk about the rest of this usually we take a two-minute break here but we got rohan so if i need to step and get a beer i'm sure he'll talk for 30 seconds so allow me to do that you think that's legitimate sir yeah yeah i'll, I'll talk like a commercial yeah and then when michael <laughs> we will whiskey, and he will be happy and the show will be marvelous again there you go uh, bring it bringing it back yeah. troubled minds <laughs> appreciate it man so before we go to these calls uh, uh any any uh want to any thoughts you want to tack on to what you were saying there before you got cut off so rudely by the time no, it's mid times. So inconsiderate. But no, no, I was about, I was about there, really. It's just, and I was going to mention, um, no, bilocate. I think long term memories. I swear to you, man, long term memories are bilocating. I'm telling you, it's time travel. That's why. That's why I've got such a good memory. I'm telling you, people notice it. It's because I go to it, and that's why um, it's a negative as well in some ways because I get consumed by bad memories if I keep thinking about them because I feel them all again. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's why I think it's time traveling. Because I tried that remote viewing. I know it worked. Just the same as Ash, second lesson. I'm like, holy shit. That's what one of it must be. Occam's razor tells me it's real and your long-term memory is a time travel. And Fleetwood Mac used to say, thinking is the fastest way to travel. Ah, interesting. Just uh, the, the speed of thought, right? So that's, that's kind of yeah. true, right? So if you can imagine yourself... You know, a 10 billion light years away in an instant. Well, uh, it's possible you could be there in an instant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to me once, I know, I know it sounds like I'm talk- making shit up, but but no, that no, happened no. to me once. I was, I was, I was, I used to because I lived near an airport, and we never get UFOs here. I always like to look anyway. You see a light in the sky, you might as well check it out, aren't you? And, I, and one time, 
there was a thin bit of cloud cover and it was at night and I tried to zoom in with my eyes. Right. Obviously that don't work, but it did. I don't know how, but it worked and I zoomed in and I went straight past this airplane. I nearly hit it and I overshot it like ridiculously far. And then I ended up basically in deep space and it only took about four seconds. Do you know what I mean? And I just saw like what looked like a nebula. And I thought, holy shit, they're huge. I must be really far from home. And then suddenly I was back in my chair. Do you know what I'm saying? But yeah. on the way, there was like a kind of tunnel, like a halo. And I thought, what the fuck's that? You know, what's that? So I looked <laughs> to the side. There's all, these, there's all these rectangles with scenes from people's lives, like trivial stuff. Like I looked to the right and there was a grandmother giving some kid an apple. And looked to the left and there was someone like going to work. And I thought, what the hell was that? Is that supposed to be my lives? I don't, who the hell are these people? You know, and then, and then I look forward to where I'm going because I'm flying through space, aren't I? Thinking, what the hell? And then when I look forward, it just stopped suddenly, like the hardest emergency stop ever. And there's these two nebulas, and they look like they should be consuming each other, but they weren't. And then so I got snapped back into my chair, told someone about it online who, you know, can't laugh at me. And he said, check it out. Because I was looking towards Orion's stars. So it checks out this stellar cartography. Lo and behold, there are two nebulas in between Earth and Orion. And I thought, well, holy shit. And, and the images are exactly what I saw. I thought, well, holy fucking shit. You know? <laughs> this is real. It's really real. Right on. Uh, if, you got to, uh, if you're not in a hurry, hang tight, man. Let's go to these phone calls. They've been waiting for over 10 minutes here. I appreciate it, man. Let's do it. Let's go to uh, whoever this is. Uh, you're from. Um, you're on Trouble Minds with Mike and Rohan. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. This is Mike from Colorado. How are you? I'm fantastic. Welcome to the show, Mike. What's what's on your mind tonight? Yeah, thanks. I've called in before. I'm algorithm in the chat. And oh, right on. I think I have a lot. Not a lot, but I have some things to say about dreams. Sure. Go right ahead. I have been a private dreamer since I was about seven or eight. I dream in color virtually every single night. I've learned a lucid dream in my mid-30s. And every dream book I ever went was just complete nonsense from my experience. So I went and I researched. I tried to find books about dreams that were not dream books. And I found the Toltec of Mexico. And, and their version of reality, which kind of matches mine, is that our minds are dreaming 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And we have our waking dream, which we're experiencing right now. And then we have our sleeping dream. And there's like literally no difference other than the bounds of time and space. Okay. Interesting. So it's, all, and it's when always I interpret, happening. Yeah, when I, it's totally interesting. Yeah, it's always happening. And when I interpret my sleeping dream from my waking dream, I can sit here and I can, I'm, I'm, I'm dreaming you right now, you're dreaming me right now. But when I lay my head on the pillow, I go to a different place that doesn't have the bounds of time and space. And I experience a lot of amazing things, just like I do in my waking state. So I, I kind of, at this point in my life, have kind of chalked it up to where dreams are really nothing that special, other than when we're, I mean, no more, no less than when we're awake and we experience a sunset or a rainbow or a puppy, or that's just as amazing to me as my sleep dreams. Interesting. Interesting. So, uh, so we, we got takes all over the map tonight, so, so not special at all, because it's happening all the time. 
but uh, so okay, so then uh, then do you try and control these dreams, or do you just um, leave them as they are, and then kind of uh, take the experience as whatever you happen to remember, kind of in a casual way? Absolutely. The number two, I take them as they come. Last night, or yeah, last night, literally, I had a dream where they were turning all, they were putting red cloaks on all of the children in the neighborhood. And then they were giving them guns and they were oppressing everybody who didn't have a red cloak. And I got shot like three times last night in my dream. And, it was, and then I was trying to find an escape and my escape was over a ravine that was like, I'm looking at this and I'm like, if I go down there, I may not make it. But my option was to get shot by these children in red cloaks. Totally bizarre. Made no sense. I didn't eat any spicy food. I didn't have any, I didn't want any scary movies. Nothing, you know, none of the stuff they normally attribute to that. And when I woke up in the waking state, what I felt was, if this oppressive, tyrannical reality comes to me, I still have to find a way out. Interesting. Uh, you know, you know what's notable about that uh, putting all the kids in red capes or cloaks and giving them guns to hunt down everybody else. That has an actual like real world correlation with the Khmer Rouge of Cambodia. If you're familiar with that story, interesting. Interesting. I am not. Yeah. So uh, in uh, in uh, it scared the heck out of me though. Yeah, that's uh, that's terrifying, it, and it is. So the Khmer Rouge actually was uh, they they wore uh, red. And they, they actually, they, they indoctrinated the children in, in uh, communist Cambodia to uh, murder people. And uh, that's exactly what was going on. So uh, not just a, a kind of parallel, it's almost an exact. That's weird, man. That is super weird. Um, uh, anything else while we got you on? We got a phone call behind you, and then we still got Rohan here. So I'm not trying to run you off, just uh, trying to include everybody tonight. But if you have more thoughts, then you're welcome. No, no, I'm ahead. good. I mean... No, I appreciate your show. I always appreciate you on YouTube. I hope to catch you more on Fringe FM. And I do sincerely appreciate what you do. So keep it up, Mike. I appreciate it, my friend. That's uh, Mike in uh, Colorado. Thanks for the call. Look forward to speaking with you soon. Have a great night. All right, so uh, we're going to go to uh, this next phone call. Any uh, any take on that, Rohan? Well, we got you in between calls here real quick. Oh, no, no, no you can jump on. You can jump on. I'll uh, I'll Take it in. I've not got any hot takes on it. I was just looking up Khmer Rouge, so you carry on. Gotcha. Okay. The Khmer Rouge, Cambodia. Pol Pot. Pol Pot is your keyword. All right. So uh, let's uh, let's do it. Let's keep on trucking here. Let's go to, uh, looks like this is, is this Ryan in West Virginia? It looks like is what it says. Welcome to the show. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you doing tonight? Oh, uh, great. Um, awesome. Did you say I was in West Virginia? That's what it looks like. It says it says that from the. Uh, oh, <laughs> you, you tell me where you're really from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> well, I'm in Arizona now. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, I used to be in Portland, but just recently in Arizona. Um, I guess I haven't updated anything on YouTube in ten years. So that's cool. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Ryan in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> All good. Thanks, man. Uh, I've been listening for a little while and I haven't ever been able to catch it live. And I'm, I'm glad I got to tonight because <laughs> it's a good one. I, I got a lot of dream stuff. Um, I, I originally, what I, I wanted to call in about was a, an experience I had back in 2003, uh, when I was in college, um, it was in July of that year. I was going to summer school and staying in a dorm and it was the same year that, 
that same like time, I saw Waking Life for the first time. So I had the idea of lucid dreaming put in my head. And then I just kind of had one without trying where I was walking down the hall of the hotel, it looked like. And I just kind of realized that I was dreaming. And as soon as I realized I was dreaming, I ran for the window and jumped out and just started flying. Um, and I flew to a place that was a big green field with this big hill. And then surrounding the field was a big white picket fence. And a band was playing. In the dream, it was Mo, And I was really into them at that time. And, uh, you know, it just kind of seemed like a random kind of cool thing that I might do in a dream. And then come that November, October, November, sometime around there, I went to a festival in Kentucky um, called Terrapin Hill. And it was on a farm that had this big field surrounded by a white picket fence with a big green hill. And it wasn't Mo playing, it was Ziggy Marley. Nice. Um, but I was just tripping out the whole time. Like, how is this? This is what I saw. This is where I, I've been here before, but not in real life. It was a dream, but it was so real. And it was exactly the same thing. And then I ended up running into the guy who would 10, 13 years later become my brother-in-law. And he was wearing a band t-shirt that he bought at Goodwill. He had no idea who the band was. And it was my band. And it was a, bro it was a shirt that my brother made, who is, you know, his brother-in-law, like he married his, um, the guy I saw his wife. I know this is getting confusing. Um, That's all right. That's it, all right. So many things are just so connected. It's, it, it just sort of blew my mind. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know what that means, but it was something that just seems so far fetched that like it doesn't even make sense, and I don't really ever talk about it. <laughs> and this seemed like a cool place to do that. <laughs> yeah, perfect. So so let me ask you then, with all, all the the strange synchronicity there, uh, do you think it's just kind of your mind putting pieces together and maybe kind of regurgitating them in like the you know the reboot brain state, or do you think there's something mystical to this? I think honestly, a little bit of both. I, I think there is definitely, I do believe that, that, you, that you're regurgitating things and you're trying to make sense of things and you're resetting. But at the same time, like, how could I know, how could I see a place I've never been to before and then end up being there months later? I, it was, it still boggles my mind. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's good stuff. So, so a little bit of both. I like that. I, I like having a uh, part of this, right? We say troubled minds as a show, but I think really, uh, you know, uh, being troubled by having an open mind is really what this is about. It just, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It's a little bit too long. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, meaning the open mind yeah. is kind of considering all the possibilities. And I, and I like your take there that maybe it's a combination of two things. Maybe it's, it is the brain reset. Maybe it is, um, you know, our subconscious kind of coming back to tell us something or try to, or maybe it's drivel or maybe none of that's true at all. Or uh, it's hand in hand with some sort of mystical, uh, spacewalk or walk in the ether or the astral plane or whatever. Uh, I, I like all these theories. I think it's fantastic. 
Good stuff, my man. So have you ever tried to control your dreams at all? Um, I've tried a lot. I've only had that one uh, that summer, and then I've had one other one, but it was so brief that I woke myself up. As soon as I figured out that I had control, I, 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 re- I remember realizing, hey, this is a dream, and then waking up like almost instantly, and I was so disappointed. I've tried for years and years and years to lose a dream, and I, I don't know. I don't know if I, I just can't do it. Also, there's a lot of weed involved, so, you know, sometimes there may be a difficulty there. I don't know. That's okay. Um, That's all right. Yeah. Hey, it's legal, yeah. brother. It's legal. I had a, <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, only live in a state that would be. Uh, I've, I've had some really horrific dreams that have made me not want to dream and then intentionally smoke before bed kind of thing to like, okay, I don't want to deal with that. And I know I can go to sleep if I do this sort of thing. So I don't know. I actually had a crazy one last night about a uh, red and white and black snake just creeping up on me, no matter what I did or where I went. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. I think it's just uh, moving to a new place and being afraid of wildlife that I'm not familiar with. Those are the the type of dreams that I I remember. (laughs) I'm always like, I'll wake up and it's something exactly like that, where it was like this giant snake was like chasing me all over the neighborhood or something. I was just like, ah, (laughs) that's what I remember. It's unfortunate, but well, it is what it is. (laughs) Uh, Good good shit, man. Uh, First first time caller. I I appreciate that. We've had quite a few of those tonight. Uh, Where did you find us? Did you find us on the podcast feed, like uh, Spotify or something like that? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I've been listening, I think, through Spotify since uh, maybe January or so, um, and just never really knew exactly when to catch it live, and then I got a notification tonight, and was like, hey, got nothing going on, let's do this. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, nice, I love it, I love it. Thank you for the support of the show, thank you for the call tonight, thanks for being enthusiastic about all of it. Anything else while we got you on the phone? Uh, no, man. Just uh, thank you for doing this. I love it. I listen to it all the time. Uh, you've been keeping me company for a while. Thank you. Right on. Uh, I'm glad to be of service. Look forward to speaking with you soon, okay? <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you. Thanks, brother. That's uh, that's Ryan in Arizona. Great call. See what's going on with this? Like I always say, right? Uh, unbelievable the quality of people and uh, the calls we get. Uh, only because uh, I was told in the past that, uh, well, all you're going to get is a bunch of crazies calling you. Well, I beg to differ. <laughs> I definitely beg to differ. Uh, Rohan, you are. Uh, uh, do you know how to do push to talk on your uh, your Discord there? Uh, I, I actually use a mute button. That's why I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Because you're. It's just. Uh, I think it, I'm coming back through, or some sound is coming back through your microphone. Just to let you know. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, so I've been. Uh, I've been muting you in between here. So if you tried to say something, that was me cutting you off. Um, so, okay, but yeah, just letting you know in case you didn't know. It's, it's not that big a deal. I'm just letting you know. Okay, let's okay. go to, uh, we got, uh, so Rohan's here. Any, uh, any hot take from that before we go to Kelly? We got Kelly in here with you. Like I said, Rohan, you're, you're welcome to stay as long as you want. I'm not trying to run you off. Discord's a yeah, much cool. easier way. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I wondered, yeah, we're saying, it, you know, you've been to a place and never been to, then end up there. And and I think it sort of feeds back into what I was saying earlier. I think it's like when you're getting close to an event, 
that's going to happen, you can sometimes get bleed through for it. I think I think of it like in a scientific way. It's as if you're you're approaching a, a standing waveform, and as you're getting closer to like a quantum entanglement pattern, you're about to enter into that reality, or you're you you know you're starting to tune to that frequency. And according to Einstein, you know, you must see that reality that you're attuned to, you know. So I think there's something to all of this, you know, because everything's happening at the same time, isn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? Like I was saying, some dreams seem like actual events and some dreams just seem like regular dreams, you know. But everything's happening at the same time, essentially, isn't it? So, you know. That's the whole, uh, yeah, all of time exists in the same teacup, and we're just boiling around in it like uh, melting like sugar. <laughs> there you go. I just made that up. It was probably terrible, but uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's go anyway. All right. Uh, uh, Kelly, uh, welcome to the show if you're there. If you want to unmute, uh, you're, you're, it's, uh, you're up. You're up, buddy. What's on your mind? Hey, man? how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, rare Saturday show. Uh, it's good. I, we got a bunch of folks who usually can't join us showing up and uh, being part of the show tonight. That's a good thing. Uh, what do you think about this dream stuff? What's on your mind tonight? Um, I, first off, I just want to come in and uh, you know try to help out with Joe Roop and you guys over there at the Fringe. So after here, I'll probably jump over and donate a little bit of money for you guys. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, but this dream stuff, man, I like there's a whole different ways you can go with it. And I've been listening to everybody's uh, interpretations or their theories on the, on the thoughts for me. I don't know. My dreams were when I was a, when I was younger and they were more, probably more visual and more intense, you know, but I still have the same type dreams now, but there, I, I, I think I was good called here one time and I was kind of explaining it. Uh, but I had a dream for me. I believe it's either past lives, you know, other people might have said that, or I believe it could be your dimensional self that you're visiting or maybe you're, you're, you know, taking a look at. The reason why I say that, because I had a dream one time that was, uh, it lasted for a year straight. And, I mean, it was, a you know, the same dream, but it was sometimes... Because I wasn't too sure, you know, there was times it was like I would dream so far into this dream and then like I'd wake up and then later on I would, um, later on I would, you know, I'd, I'd go back to sleep, you know, like, or, you know, the next day I'd go back to sleep and I would start off at the same point where I was at. And then I would, you know, like dream some more. That's and then, you know. Yeah, there was other times, though, like, I was like, is, is this the same dream or what? So it was weird. Sometimes it would fast forward for me all the way up to, like, to the point where I was, like, you know, starting the dream where, you know, where it was supposed to leave off in the dream. It, it was weird, but, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty intense, man. It was like a, um, I was like, like a para, like a paramilitary I wasn't in fatigues. It was more like blue color, you know. They were like a dark blue and a. I would say we're like we were running something down, and I don't know if it was you know where I the one was the part of the dream that was most vivid because I kept having it was like I was stuck there for a while because it was it was a uh, you know in this warehouse area where like trains would come up in the middle and you could like unload the the train on both sides, 
so it was, you know, it was all concrete and it was like, you know, they had forklifts and shit there, but I don't know. It was, you know, and we ended up running from this Jeep to all this, you could hear this screeching like from tires in the background and next, you know, we're all locked and loaded and it got closer and closer. And then next, you know, it was a van and it was full of like, I don't, we don't know. It was, I guess it was full of other guys or whoever it was, but it, you know, we were getting catching fire from us. So we had to jump down this manhole. But then when we were down there, there was like these alien beings, like, <laughs> I don't know. It was, but they were like, like they weren't humanoid. They were like, kind of like the movie aliens, you know, they were that type. I wouldn't say so much like that, but they were laying you know, on like, you know, they were not humanoid. They were just like these weird and they were like crawling through the tunnels, you know, all these things that were after us. But then, you know, after, the year was over probably when I was catching up to almost up to a year, I would say. I ended up dying. I got I caught a bullet in the side of my, like it was like, you know, I was wearing a vest. So like it caught underneath my armpit, you know, like right above the, where the, where it would end, you know, the vest. But like when I grabbed my side, I mean, this is so weird because it was, it was so vivid and it, but it was beyond vivid. It was real. It was, it was. Because when I grabbed my side, I could feel the pain. And I knew I was dying because I couldn't breathe, you know. I was like, slowly, I couldn't breathe. You know, my buddy had me. And I was like, and then, you know, when I grabbed my side, I could feel, the like, the wetness, you know, the warm of the blood, like, stream through my fingers. And then I, I woke, you know, when I woke up from it, I was, like, gasping for air. There was tears rolling down my face. And I could, my hand was on the side of my body. And I was like, I could still feel the pain, and it was so weird, man. I, and now when I and I, I I woke up at that like that, but at the same time, I could still feel the pain on the side of my body. It was like so weird. And I grabbed my side, you know, and I looked at my hands, and it was nothing there. And there was, you know, like I said, there was tears down my face. And you know, after that, I never dreamed that dream again. That was so weird. That's what I was going to ask. I mean? and, and, and so, so it was like a year long dream. Yeah. And then finally, when you died in that long ass dream, it never, that dream never came back. It's like a part of you no. finished with that dream. That, that's, that's so weird, man. Yeah, it was either I was done with the dream or I was done with that life. So that's where I was saying that for me, it could be that you were sometimes you see your dimensional, your other dimensional self. You know what I mean? Maybe it's both the dimensional self of a past life, you know? But it was so, man, it was so vivid because it's like, it was those dreams. I don't know if they, I don't say that's why I don't even want to dream, but when I would lay down to sleep and I'd see that, you know, it was, I don't know, man. It was, you know, because it lasted a whole year, you know, and it was the same dream. And, uh, and I would ask myself and it would fast forward for me, you know, to where it was the point where I was like, you know, part of it. And it was weird too. And I was, you know, I was a young kid, probably like in my teens. You know, early teens, but it was um in, in the dream. I was, you uh, know, I was an older man, like probably, you know, probably like in the late forties. You know, you know, like mil hardcore military training. It was so crazy, man. It was, yeah. So for me, you know, I I take it as that, like almost like a dimensional self, like your, you know, your other dimensional self, or maybe a past life, or even, you know, like I said, it could be a both. Because you know, you see sometimes, you know, people talk about that. That's you know, that's so vivid or so real, but then, you know, maybe like I'm saying, maybe you're seeing yourself from the other dimension of yourself. 
Yeah, interesting. That's a that's a that's a weird one. I, like those recurring dreams are probably more rare, right? So so has that ever happened in another instance at all, where you had like a recurring dream that continued, or was it uh, just that literally that one time, almost like it's like an alternate you that maybe did die somewhere else? No, it was. This is another one where I, I did have another dream. It didn't last as long. Maybe I I don't know completed whatever I did, or you know what I mean. I don't know. It was weird too. This one was weird. It was like um, this one was more, I would say, more like uh, animated, you know, like a game almost. And it it was different, you know what I mean. But it was real because I was like I was going through this black forest, and I had to go around this this pond. And on the opposite side of this pond was this this old lady. It was like you know, it looked like an old dreary, you know, kind of like she was the witch. You know, and I had to get inside there and I had to, there was something I needed. I wasn't taking, I was, you know, she thought I was stealing from her, but I had to tell her, explain it to her because she was trying to, you know, battle me in, in a certain way, you know, like a mental thing, you know, she was in my head and, you know, she was like, what are you doing? You're here stealing like the rest of these kids or whatever. And I'm like, no, I needed just to borrow something. I need to, you know, I'll bring it back to you. And and she would let then she allowed me to take it. That's what's so weird. And then I never had that dream again. But that one was probably about I don't know at least I would say probably about a month long. But that one was difficult too because it was you know it was kind of eerie you know. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I've never had them. As far as I can remember, I've never had a dream that continues. It's like once I wake up, that was that. And like I said, I, it's usually like a giant monster snake chasing me or something like that. It's it's always something horrific that I remember. But yeah, I don't know, man. So so uh, so you think there is maybe some uh, maybe uh, mystical synchronicity to this that it's not just our brain doing a hard reset or whatever, right? No, for me, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, there's times where you have, you could, you could tell your body needs to rest and you've had dreams or other, but sometimes you tap into something else, I think, you know, not, not, I wouldn't say all the time, but, you know, for some people it may be easier or, you know, they have practiced, but for me, I guess that was pretty much easier. I don't know, it, because like I said, you know, some of the dreams I had, I, I could tell they were something different about them, you know, like. There was like, it was me, but it was like really me, but in a different sense, you know what I mean? So it was, that's the trippy part about it. It's like, you know that it is. And then it's so weird because the one, you know, the one I had belonged for a while, like that other caller was talking about, I could, you know, I, I believe she was from color or Salt Lake City or yeah, from Utah, but she was saying that she, after a while, she could like, you know, manipulate or control it, you know, and after a while where I was stuck in that one part, I could do that, you know, I was able to do that because I knew someone was coming jumping out of the water at one point, or, you know, I mean, I tell a friend because, you know, he got snapped up by the creature, and I told him to step back, and he was like, for what, and then, you know, I just started shooting, and it was weird, it was just kind of like jumped in the way, I don't know, I mean, it was, it was, I don't know, man, it's, it's, it's a, it's a different realm when you're doing that, you know, I mean, when they call it realm sleep, it's, it's something else. I believe it's, you know, it could be, it could be just that way, you know, you could be just tired or tapping into something or, you know, but as for me, I, I sometimes, you know, you'll know, I, I, I believe people will do, you know, and they know what I'm talking about. Some of the callers, but yeah, they're, they're pretty vivid, man. And I don't know if anybody else had some uh, multiple dreams like that, but 
it was it was a very it was it was interesting to say the least yeah definitely good stuff uh rohan heard anything about uh recurring dreams you ever had something like that happen as well or not that's okay hang tight rohan we'll get back to you let's go to let's go to matt actually uh, you, you don't have to leave kelly you can stay as long as you want you know the drill we got matt here in the in the uh caller queue so let's uh let's make it a foursome what's up matt welcome to the show you're on with uh mike kelly and rohan what's going on my man just got to unmute your microphone there testing one two all right so we're still taking phone calls guys hey, hey good good matt what's up what's up uh welcome to the show what is on your mind tonight How you doing? what's going on with the uh the dream stuff yeah i'm good i'm good uh, oh well, first of all first of all, i just want to say uh joe roop is awesome and that's kind of that's cool that he did that and i wish him the best of luck there you go good stuff good stuff good thoughts put them out there Appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, yeah and so first thing is uh i have to get out the bad news the be the party pooper for a second so and that, this is um there's studies out there that talk about um, cannabis users on and their dreams it like something in the cannabis like blocks your sensors to remember your dreams and i don't i don't know it's like i said it's a study believe it or not believe it or not but uh, i never had any experiences with that but i was wondering if people out there if anyone out there had that where if they were maybe using marijuana and then they stopped for a couple of days like do they did they remember their dreams better I thought that was kind of interesting. And the same thing too with um, those stops, uh, stop smoking cigarettes, the patches and the gum. Uh, I had friends that say they had like terrifying, like vivid nightmares when they use the stop smoking patch. <laughs> so I don't know what's up with that. How, how could that go wrong? Put, put uh, pump some nicotine, like high dose nicotine in your body while you're sleeping. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so that's what Lacey was saying. Actually, when she called earlier on is that she said that as she found as she peeled back, some of those things she even said sex and uh you know things like uh, marijuana or alcohol as, as as she tried to remove those things she was able to uh, have more vivid dreams so curious that uh you're, you're bringing it up there as a another thing she, she said she's doing dream journals on the whole bit i'm not sure if you caught that call but um yeah 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 so so that that's kind of amazing is that uh, again if if we can control these things with how we treat our body that's uh, that's, that's fascinating all the way around amazing stuff yeah maybe with diet too yeah yeah like what you eat and sleep or what you drink right before you go to bed like i wonder if that has anything to do with like because i believe we all we all dream like you know when you get to rem sleep you're dreaming but i just believe that not everyone remembers that's why you only remember like bits and pieces and certain people like can remember their dreams certain people can't so everyone's different how they remember their dreams and so I'll talk about um, symbols and these, uh, those symbol books this, that you're talking about, dream interpretation. Uh, so these, there's these, you know, all those books out there. What I believe is we see in a dream, we bring it back as a symbol. And symbols are a language, but they're not like a universal language. So like symbols mean different things to me than they mean to you, to everybody. So everyone has their own interpretation of the symbol so uh let's take for example like a snake okay like you see a snake in your dream so most people f think of you know fear poison uh maybe temptation or some bad omen a bad thing will happen because people are afraid of snakes but i think like another way of looking at it how i look at it is a snake 
uh, sheds its skin. So it like rejuvenates itself. So like to me, that would mean like shedding your skin to me would mean like, uh, if you're, you lose one bad habit, you pick up another habit to like counterbalance it. So that's how I would like interpret it. It's different to me. A symbol means something different to me. And so these, uh, books, these, uh, dream interpretation books, I have a ton of them. I use them as like, a like a springboard, like not an absolute, just like a basic look it up. And then it's like, okay, well let's, you know, go. And then I go further from there. I don't take that as like, you can't just take, it's just like same thing as, you know, um, any of those fortune telling stuff we were talking about, fortune telling, same kind of thing. You, you know, fortune cookie, you know, you gotta take it like that. It's not absolute. Gotcha. So, so in the different books, they, they describe different things as uh, different sim- symbology, right? So it's not, there's not like a universal thing here. It's, it's different by, by the person. Yeah. So a symbol is many different symbols mean different, many different things to everybody. Everybody sees a symbol differently. So that, you know, it's, these are just um, generic, like it's a generic, like start. You look it up in the book, you're like, Oh, okay. This is what this means. And then from there, you can take it further. You know, you know, don't just stop right there. Yeah. The first thing you read. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so uh, it is fun then, kind of like I was describing, to maybe flip through a book like that and just see, like, like, like the weird one on this webpage that I started with, like the very first page is the A, the A alphabet, right? And so, like, they have Aardvark in there. I'm like, what? The, what? The? <laughs> Who's dreaming of Aardvarks? Exactly. <laughs> to see an Aardvark in your dream indicates that you are being a very secretive and cautious about your business. There you go. It is, so you know. <laughs> the aardvark. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh, God, this is amazing. <laughs> I love this thing. Yeah, there's as many different symbols out there, as many different people. You know, everyone has, there's no right or wrong answer, is what I'm saying. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. That makes perfect sense. And, and I would think that's probably the case. I would think that, uh, <laughs> you know, you can't just one size fits all with dreams. That, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You got to just, like, use it as a, like a base. And then from there, spring off all the different directions I could go. Look it up, you know, look up a different book page or a different book. It'll tell you a different thing because it's a different author writing and what that symbol means to them, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Uh, you guys have uh, takes on this, uh, Kelly or Rohan, on, on the stuff Matt's saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Rohan. I'm going to step away for just a sec. Grab another beer. You guys carry on, please. Be right back. Okay, yeah. I've got, I've got a couple of points to make on that. First one, right, as it happens, I've been smoking cannabis for 23 years, mostly as a crutch, and now I need to get rid of it, right, because I'm basically a functioning addict at the minute. So I've been, I'm going to get rid of that. So I'll monitor that because I don't remember my dreams very well. So I'll let you know. And I know that uh, Terence McKenna, famed uh, psychonaut and scholar, he once wrote a book and he hired a beach um, house and just went with his dog to have some space to write a book. And he said that he wasn't going to smoke weed to write this book. So he, he made a big joint and put it in a bag and nailed it above his door. And he couldn't smoke it till he finished the book. And when he finished his book, he sat on the beach, sunset, got his spliff, sat and read it, and realized this horrible epiphany that his book was dog shit. And he says, from that day forward, and he says, I'm never going to stop smoking weed again. But that's one person, though. You know, that's one person. But, but yeah, yeah, everybody's, everybody's different with that. 
but the symbols i like the symbols as well because again I, I used to go raving in my misspent youth and djing and we used to go to these raves and we used to get high at the rave to dance all night you know what i'm talking about and my friend adrian he, we used to go on ecstasy and he said that when he was on ecstasy every single person he saw had a celtic symbol on the face like a tattoo but every single one was different so it's oh, like that's a trip is it that's a trip man is his brain ascribing some meaning or some symbol to each person is it the face that's represented in a symbol or is that symbol part of that person's personality and he's seen it yeah he like tapped into it that's crazy yeah, yeah i think no, too that's the reason it? why that's the reason why um dmt i think dmt is making uh you know here a little bit it's gonna come out and be like a, a bigger thing just because uh people want a different kind of trip so i think that the dmt is gonna make a appearance like a big appearance in the it's coming out slowly is what i mean getting more popular that's yeah i think i think it yeah i think it'll be used as a tool in the future i do yeah definitely that uh yeah getting more popular and uh just like people experimenting with it mm -hmm. um maybe you there maybe there's a key to something there finding something out yeah i think there might be i mean i think i think there might be uh, because the experience happens so quickly though it's almost like a, i've never had mushrooms but it sounds similar to a condensed mushroom experience so I don't know how much of it you can pull back, um, but it does reset your system in a way. Do you know what I mean? It kind of it, when you when I, I found when you come back to yourself, you've got this sense of connectedness. You kind of know that things are a lot bigger. So if you was like perhaps a bit down when you took it, you probably wouldn't recommend to take it. But if you did, it, it gives you that sense of oh no, there's more to all of this. Everything is connected. And I know that um, MDMA has been used for couples counselling. And as you can imagine, that works really well. If you're loved up and then talk, it works. Um, LSD has been used for alcoholics. Okay, it's not a golden magic bullet, but it puts you in the psychotherapy chair with yourself. And then you begin to realise, I'm killing myself through drinking. And it's the epiphany of actually seeing you're dying. That, that is getting people to not drink people who use the psychedelic ibogaine as a treatment for heroin now they reckon they can get people off heroin in 24 hours but it will be the worst 24 hours you'll ever have oh my you God. know so it's you know <laughs> so. That sounds terrible. well i think a lot of the stuff too we gotta talk about is um you know everything in moderation you know so that's why they uh they kind of call it they call it micro dosing where you know it, these these uh these drugs we're talking about these like you know poison your body but you're like poisoning your body only a little bit not to die just a little bit same thing with everything you know cigarettes alcohol poison your body a little bit right uh, uh, kelly has got something to say as soon as you're done that okay, okay go, ahead. Nice. Oh, go ahead go ahead no i just uh listening to this but yeah yeah you know for drugs anyway um i've heard some of the um some of the talks about, you know, there's been, uh, you know, saying that people that use cannabis, you know, they don't remember their dreams so much. Um, for me, I would kind of have to agree with that. Um, and I, I know I dream, but I, it's harder for me to remember. I don't know, maybe because I'm more busier than I'm, that I'm older now. But as for my wife, Michelle, she says that that's opposite for her. She, she has more vivid and more, she remembers them, you know, remembers them better when she's, you know, when she uses cannabis. So 
but yeah, as for um, some of those drugs like that, you know, uh, like DMT, some of those ones, I don't know, man, I have to say some of those drugs like that, you know, because they take you to different places, kind of like Apple Game, like he was talking about, bro. Um, my brother did that, he went to uh, TJ, and he had some personal drug use, and he needed a fish with himself, so he went down there and you know, the 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 robot glitching out, Kelly. Just so you know. I don't know what's going on, but your internet or something's crapping out and you're like talking like Stephen Hawking, but worse. Oh, what about now? That's better. That's better. Okay. Yeah, but he was saying you know, when he took the eyeball gain when he was down there that, uh, you know, like, it, it, it takes time to the most darkest part of your life, you know, and then brings you right back out, you know, and then you, you realize, like, like uh, Rohan was saying that you, you know, you're, it's like you reset, you know what I mean? And just like, you know, like uh, mushrooms, you know, they say that, you know, reset your brain, you know, it's, it could be used for a lot of stuff, you know, for the, you know, for, uh, I, I believe for, for what um, people with, uh, I can't remember right now, but yeah, uh, you know, that's their depression and shit, you know, that it's a good, good, good thing for, you know, to be reset their brain on that stuff too. But yeah, uh, for me though, I don't know, man, I could go either way. I, I, I don't know, man, I don't have any, I don't say it's like, I don't dream anything if I, you know, smoking cannabis or especially sex, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody's, I believe everybody's different. So uh, like I said, it's a study. That um, just because there's studies studies out there, it doesn't mean necessarily 100 percent true. I think everybody's different. Oh, of course, of course. But you know, some of those tests. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I listen to the stuff. I, I'll, you know, I watch it. You know, I study it myself. You know, see what's going on. But what's funny is that, like, the mainstream media when they put that out, it's like, oh my god, you know, everybody is, you know, it's like almost a they try to make it worse than what it is. You know. Got it. But yeah, I don't know, man. For me, like I said, with my, uh, dreams are something different for me. That's that's just my theory on some of the stuff. But yeah, as for the marijuana stuff, yeah, I've never, I never oh. really much complained on it. Not not on my side. Right on, right on. Good stuff, good stuff. Anything else on that, guys? We got we got about fifteen minutes left. If you want to hang out, if not, we can uh, we can peel this off and go uh go do whatever we're gonna do. No hurry for me, but then um, you, you tell me. I've got a comment about this. Somebody mentioned one of you guys mentioned a very long dream. Yeah, Kelly had like a year long dream. Right. Yeah, because I was so glad he said that because I thought I was just a weirdo. Dude, I had a dream. Listen, I had a dream that must have been millions of years long. Because I was I was stuck in deep space. I couldn't move or do anything for just the stupidest amount of time. And then I started to see planets form around me. And then, I, and then it was a solar system. I had to watch this solar system gradually fall apart as it collided with something else. Do you know what I mean? All the orbits started to go bad. And then one of the planets got ripped apart. And, and it just took so long, bro. And I couldn't move. Do you know, I started to sit there and watch it for about 72 million years. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I had a dream. That would be something to watch, though. You know what I mean? But 
Oh, wow. it's, yeah, it's fascinating. Oh, I learned some patience, bro. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream. Uh, I was dreaming, and then I woke up to like, go to the bathroom, and then I came back, fell asleep, and I jumped right back into the same dream, like where I left off. Yeah. That's weird. That's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty weird. awesome. That is pretty <laughs> awesome. You're like pee break. So, <laughs> back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird, that's kind of a weird one. And then I've had stuff too, dreams where like in my dream, something was happening and then something was happening in real life, like in the physical world, like a car starting. And then like a car would start outside my house, but then like a car started in my dream at the same time. And then it woke me up. Oh, dude, I've had that. I have had that listening to Alex Jones falling asleep to it. And Alex Jones was in my dream. He was fighting giant robots with plasma rifles. He's a dead good shot, you know, right between the eyes. I thought he died. I thought he got crushed under the bridge. And I was going to have to tell the resistance. But then I seen him when I arrived back. And I thought, yes, Jonesy, yes. You know. <laughs> so don't listen to Alex Jones while he's sleeping. No, that makes sense to me. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go, guys. Thank you. All right, peace, Matt. Appreciate it. Appreciate uh, thank it. you guys. Uh, yeah, good show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks Bye. for being part of it, man. All right. So, uh, so uh, what do you guys think then? Uh, just uh, let's uh, let's wind this down. Final thoughts on uh, what do you think about this? These like dream dictionaries. Like Matt was giving us his take. What do you guys think? Um, is there uh, something to this, or is uh, is it really like a one size fits all? Like some describe, or is it just more of a guideline? Like kind of the aardvark, right? <laughs> if, if if you're if you have a dream of an aardvark, it means this. You think that's a real thing? Well, um, I'll go first. Um, I just, for me, like, again, I, again, for, uh, some of the stuff that I, you know, like that would be some of the stuff that in the ancient times too, you know, they kind of add that to it. Like, you know, that's how they, you know, walking through the stars, you know, and give it like different animals and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, you know, they kind of interpreted the same, you know, especially with like my native side, you know, they had. A lot of that, you know, different na natives of different lands, you know, they, they talk about, they, you know, they kind of like interpret dreams of what you're seeing or, you know what I mean, as omens or other stuff like that, you know. So that type of stuff has been passed down through centuries. But, but um, I, I don't know, then, you know, he started this new stuff with this uh, dream books. And it is, it is kind of basic, you know. I, I did the same, you know, I've had a few different books or, or looked online. And, you know, they, some of them have a, uh, you know, they kind of almost like a basic theory, you know, if you look at, you know, but it's like, for instance, one was like a snake. If you dream of a snake is one thing, but if you have a dream of a snake that it bit you, you know, it's totally different. And it also means, you know, different stuff for different cultures. You know, you have, I had one book where it had, you know, it could explain a dream in like, you know, 14 different cultures of, you know, what the interpretation was, but, you know, it kind of just depends on where you, you know where you're from and you know what would be interpretation where how you kind of lead it what's you know some people say it's within your life you know i mean someone's going on in your life at the time uh, and what some struggles that you're going through and that could be it. and sometimes i could see some of that you know but how these people came up with the structure of this is kind of interesting um i don't know i just i just kind of like you know brush it off but you know I, like I said, I have different, you know, I gave my, my, uh, my theory on what dreams are, but yeah, yeah, it's there. It's pretty interesting. I, I like reading that stuff.
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just uh, getting everybody else's uh, story, right? Uh, what about you, Rohan? Do you think there's something to that if you pull up a guide? Oh, I already asked you. I already asked you. But uh, any, anything to talk yeah. about that? Yeah, well, yeah, I can tack something onto it, actually. Um, yeah, one, I think it's got to resonate with you. Two, I think I'd probably go for the older ones, like I mentioned earlier. And three, there's a factor that uh, perhaps isn't included. I don't know if it counts, but we have an enteric nervous system around the stomach. And according to Dr. Richard Allen Miller, that's pulling information in from hyperspace. So sometimes some of this stuff might be coming from your stomach, not your brain. So there's a thought. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good feeling. Oh boy. Neurons in <laughs> the stomach. Real quick, I can see that because they're actually saying now that the stomach is actually, you know, your real brain or your second brain. Because, you know, your stomach, the everything from your stomach can actually, is all your chemicals through there is, you know, they're saying is being produced by your stomach, not your brain, in which the brain does hold a lot of chemicals in there. But, you know, what's, it's your stomach that's actually telling the brain to release such chemicals, which is pretty crazy. Because you know how they say, you know, people have weird feelings and you have that gut feeling or, you know, you mm-hmm. can, that's because, you know, that's originate from your gut. You know what I mean? It's like you're, that's where it's, it's actually a trip. I I kind of delved in that a little bit, which is pretty interesting too as well. Yeah. yeah. I think it's direct information. I think the premise is, what I understood, it's direct information, whereas the stuff from your brain and your heart is going through you and your personality. So, so, so your stomach one is your intuition. That's why a cop's gut feeling tends to be correct. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it is. It, it is I got an article here by uh, Psychology Today. Uh, our, our second brain, the stomach, and what I was saying there is that uh, they, they think there's a network of neurons uh, also in your stomach that are connected, connected directly. And so, and I think, I think it would it makes sense, right? Because if we poison ourselves or eat something that's really bad for us, like it would be like a direct connection to our brain to be like, Oh God, don't do that again. Right. Like that type of thing. Like that's probably one of the most like basic things is the things we eat sustains us. So yeah, uh, it makes, makes some sense. That's a great point. Yeah. You won't want to rely on your emotions and your heart to tell you whether or not to not eat the poison. Would you, you need someone to go? Yes, definitely don't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, it gives you that old gag feeling, you know what I mean? Go, uh, yeah. But yeah. I want to tell you, that's enough. All right, don't do that again. Don't do that again. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Uh, well, I think we'll at some point we'll have to do a, a, a show on the, the brain stomach, the stomach that is the brain. <laughs> uh, you guys are the best, gentlemen. Anything else? We got Jay to do the outro here, but uh, uh, you're, you're welcome to stay, but you can cut whenever you want. Just uh, going to round round this down. No, I'm going to head out, guys. It was uh Good show tonight, and uh, hope uh, Joe Roop gets his, uh, you know, gets what he's looking for, and good luck. Appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. Kelly, you're the best. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. Thanks, man. Let's get uh, Jay. Let's bring Jay in. Jay in New York. Whenever you're ready, sir, welcome to the show. Great chat, guys. I'm reading all the chat out there too, trying to keep up with all this stuff. You guys are um, you guys are fantastic with all the uh, the good good ideas and stuff out there. Really, really good. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Nope. Okay. He, ba- he bounced. He nope. jumped out. Any uh, any other? Uh, oh, can I? Yeah, thoughts thoughts you want to attack on to any of this? Go go ahead, sir. Go right ahead. Uh, can I sign off with a quote? Yeah. Can I sign off with a quote? Definitely. Come on, you like it. 
All right, then. Physical strength is no substitute for perception, for perception holds the key to unlocking the intangible power of the spirit. Nice. I do like it. I do like it. Good stuff. Who said that? Uh, Master Raiken, anime cartoon. Nice, of course. <laughs> it's not real. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> well, of course. Of course. Of course an anime character said that, because it, it sure, sure so wouldn't be Winston Churchill or somebody like that, would it? <laughs> exactly. It would be like, uh, yeah, it'd be like, yeah, but you're ugly, but I'll be sober in the morning. That's a Churchill quote. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Good stuff, my man. Good stuff. Thank you, Rohan. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being here with us tonight. Thanks for all the great takes. Uh, as always, appreciate you. Thank you. Cheers. Appreciate the show. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Jay. Jay in New York. Welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? Good, Mike. How are you? Doing all right. A-OK. Saturday night show just about in the books. Uh, the A's have tied up the ball game, and uh, I've, I'm on my second and a half beer. I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. I cannot complain. How about you? What's going on? What do you think about this dream stuff? Unbelievable. I used to have really crazy dreams when I was kids, you know, and it just listening to like our daydreams and everything, you know, it's all, our mind is going places that we don't know and we can't figure out, you know, we call on and we talk about different subjects all the time and let it wander. And then how does that is, you know, right now the way dreams are for me is like I'll dream and it'll be the chaos of the day sorting itself out in my head. And then I'll get a wake up. You've been sleeping for like two hours. You know, there's little kids running around, you know, you have to check on everything. I just, I think they're like where we are and what we're doing in our lives that, you know, the too much movies or internet or something like that, you know, filter their way in there. But then there's that part where, you can relax your brain and let it wander. Like Rohan said that he was able to look off into space really far, you know, the remote viewing and all that stuff, you know, that's kind of a fun thing to think about, but yeah, it's cool. Dreams are awesome. Dreams are awesome. Absolutely. And uh, I know we've talked about this before, but this is, I think this is one of those ones that, we need to come back and circle back to because, uh, you know, so pe- so many people have so many different um, dreams or dream states or things like this. You really can't fit them all into one show. I, I, I picked this one kind of on purpose for because it, it kind of fit with the theme of the 24-hour stream, but then also that I knew it would be high engagement because it always is. It always is. And uh, it's amazing to hear people's dreams and uh, the things that, um, you know, how they connect with uh, the, the universe, basically. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Um, so, so uh, I don't know, man. Uh, we got we got time. We got a little bit of time. So, what, what do you think? Do you want? To- I, I just I, I think that's you know you know some people you know they said you know um, Matt was saying that there was problems with the marijuana and stuff. I believe, and I think that comes into some people just might not want to revisit some of those things. You know, you know, lots of people see things. And you have crazy dreams and stuff like that. Some people enjoy it. Some people don't, you know, there's dreams out there that maybe you don't want to have like you saying, you don't really remember your dreams because it's a big snake chasing you across the golf course, you know, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. You you know, they're terrifying. You know, I used to have night terrors when I was a little kid. My mom would tell me I'd wake up thrashing and screaming and everything else like that. 
I remember waking up one time not being able to breathe. I was little, you know, third grade probably, you know. But it's it's something that you, your mind is doing something, whatever it's doing. It's resetting itself. It's exploring possibilities that you haven't had enough lead in your water yet or something right. crazy <laughs> like that, you know. <laughs> right. You're not on your 74th Miller Lite, you know, whatever. It's, you know it's really weird. And then the thing with actually giving people drugs to combat drugs, they actually do that here. I think we talked about that after hours one night, but they do it. And it's like, what are you doing to the back of the inside of your noggin? You know, is one of the things that I think that, you know, people with troubled minds should think about once in a while is all these things that we do and that happen that we don't even, we miss it. You know, I really think there's so much right now that we're just missing, you know, but probably half of us are the aliens or ghosts <laughs> or whatever. I was going to say yeah. not, not for lack of trying though. We're trying like hell to not miss any of it, but uh, we are human after all, aren't we? Well, I mean, you look at the show a couple of days ago about the CIA and then a couple of days before that, and you know, go back and you look at them over a year, two, three, and you're like, it, there's so much interwebbed in all of it, you know, that, what are we missing? It's got to be right there in front of our face, you know, it's just something so bold and the elephant in the room that we can't see. And maybe our dreams are something to help us see that, you know, you're resorting out on the day when you watch too many science fiction shows or too much stress at work. You think about hitting your boss with a hammer or something, you know. It don't just, do that. Don't do that. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely don't do that. But, you know, those are the kind of dreams that people have, you know. <laughs> I mean, people, not me personally, because I'm a pretty passive person, but I just, you know, I just don't think that all of these things that are going around, it's just like, there's something that we're missing. And I, I don't know if it's the media telling us lies. I don't know if it's just that there's stuff that we haven't discovered yet. You know, like Ron really got me going there when he was saying that, you know, he was trying to look up and like focus his eyes on the plane that was flying over. So he could look at it. And the next thing he was looking out in the space, you know, that might be a key. You know, it might be as easy as that, you know, something as simple as, you know, building a fire with a bunch of binder twine. It's super easy. And I just, I don't know. I'm curious as to whether or not we're missing that. And I don't know. I love listening to people talk about their dreams because I've had reoccurring dreams and all that stuff and everything else like that. It's the end of the show. So, you know, we should get in. We got, we got time for you, bro. Have you ever had a, um, a uh, like one of those dreams that goes on for like a year, like Kelly was describing there. Not quite a year. It went on for more than a little while. I fell off of a cliff one time when I was climbing, and I bounced, and that was kind of a traumatic experience for me. Like, and I had a dream. dream. <laughs> actually, no, dream. no, really, I was a high adventure director at Boy Scout camp, and there's a really bad mistake happened. It was only like thirty five, forty feet, something like that, but. It was a nice little bounce, and it came back down on my feet. And I'm good. I'm good. But after that, for probably like a good three months, four months, I had a dream, and it would always be the chaos of the day. 
in the beginning of the dream and then when the chaos of the day was sorted out i'd have a dream that i was climbing it was my tombstone that had a date on it and stuff like that and that date has passed by quite a long ways well that's good <laughs> at least there's that. <laughs> at least there's that. i will tell you that i did nothing i didn't leave the house i did nothing that day you know it was a good 15 years later that's why, the initial you see, that's why I told you a couple nights ago, we were kicking it after the show. And we do that sometimes, guys. If you got, you're interested in having a conversation sometimes after the show, we'll jump in Discord here and just kind of shoot the shit. But I was saying that I'm not, I'm not, I am not going to be the subject of anybody fortune telling me. No, we're not doing that because I don't want that thought in my head, right? Like you, you somebody introduces, yeah, somebody introduces a thought in your head, right? I want to be in control of what my mentality and where I'm heading. I don't want uh, somebody to pull three of the, the the seven of swords on on me and say <laughs> ten of swords, wasn't it? Was it the ten of swords? I don't know. I think it was whatever, the ten of swords. Whatever it is, and it just be like oh, the worst man. card possible is all I really remember. <laughs> exactly. It was. <laughs> not not doing Damn it. not doing that anyway uh, point being uh, like, like that i just like that thought i don't want that thought in the back of my head uh so so anyway yeah uh that's uh just uh just good stuff yeah. Again. go ahead man positive energy breed positive energy exactly right exactly right you know that's let's keep saying. positive energy going on positive energy the way it is with the chat and everybody else and it's just send the positive energy and everything is cool you know Exactly right. Don't, but I don't know, Mike. You've been on the air all week. Yeah, man. Every day, right? Hardest working man. Going to do tomorrow just for fun. Yeah, you right. know, run out the end of the twenty-four hour thing with Joe. I thought of actually yeah. uh, doing the Sunday, uh, the Monday stream on Sunday for the news, but I don't know. I think I'm just going to like sleep in tomorrow and not do anything. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Uh, really? Get up at like noon or something and yeah. give us the news. <laughs> Yeah, right. maybe, maybe I'll think about it. So uh, stay tuned. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, Troubled Minds news tomorrow. Maybe Monday. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. We'll see how I feel. But okay. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's wrap this mf or up. Let's do it. Uh, a quick shout out. I want to say uh, in the chat, Sean, are you from Vegas? Looks like Sean. Sean uh, looks like uh, keeps mentioning Vegas. Are you from uh, you and you howdy neighbor? I know we got a couple folks that listen from Vegas. Um, uh, just uh, just checking, just checking. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's wrap this let's wrap this mf up. And uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Matt says it was a ten of swords, and I am okay. Well, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I was glad to see him in the chat today. Exactly. Actually. Exactly. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. It's a leather couch. I really think, you know, it's like the dreams and everything, all that put together, you know, the tarot cards, the, what we do with religion and studying history and everything else like that. It's almost like the, the, the Freud leather couch, you know, tell me about your mother. You're letting your brain explore these things that you may know, or you may not know, and you may have experienced and you may not have experienced. And it, it's a way for almost like enlightenment. I don't know. When I was a kid, I used to call it the ultimate groove. That's what I was looking for was the ultimate groove. Just the, the flat to four wave that would carry you all the way in. You know, things like that. You know, I don't know. It's awesome. That's all I have to say is it's really awesome that crazy conversations with really intelligent people that want to be nice to each other and spread positive makes it nice. Amen to that. You got a quote for us as I smash the outro music button here? All men dream, but not equally. Those who dream by night 
in the dusty recesses of their minds, wake in the day to find it was vanity. But the dreamers of the day are dangerous men, for they may act on their dreams with open eyes to make them possible. And that's T.E. Lawrence. But Wow. Wow. That's good stuff. Yeah, I'm, it's they just pop in there. They're like the first ones when they start listening to the show, and I'm like, ninety percent of them are, are zero effort at all. They just come to me, which is a synchronicity thing that really kind of drives me batty in my tinfoil hat thing. But hell yeah, <laughs> they just come out too tight. Damn straight. I, I know. I cut it all off. The other day I went to the barbershop. I didn't put it back on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. It's going to get me. Here. It's going to get me, Mike. Uh, no, no. We're, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. We're, uh, God willing. God willing, we have tomorrow. The, the, uh, here we go with the bad news. The bad news is we're done for the week. So we're going to take tomorrow off on Sunday, probably. And then uh, we'll be back on Monday for more Troubled Minds. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Monday and Friday at 3 p.m. for the, the news show. And uh, we're going to keep on trucking. We're going to keep on rolling. Please spread the word. Let people know that there's a conversation going on out there that has nothing to do with, uh, you know, lefty, righty, bullshit politics. And it has everything else to do with uh, what we perceive ourselves and how we perceive the world around us. So that's it. That's what this is about. Thanks, guys, for hanging out. Thanks for being part of this. At the end, like I said, the bad news is we're done. The good news is we always have tomorrow. God willing. And... uh, Yeah, thanks a lot. Be sure, be strong, be true. Anything else, gentlemen, while we got you in in the chat over here? I know these guys probably checked out, but... No, no, no. Good night. Good night, everybody. Uh, Have a uh, sweet dream. Thanks, Kelly. Sweet dreams, dreams, Kelly. Sweet dreams, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for being part of this. You guys are the best. And uh, thank you for listening. Everybody out there, from our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details